Hey modelers, welcome to the Model Geek Scale Modeling Podcast. Here we'll be discussing just about anything and everything as it relates to scale models. So buckle up for what we believe will be an exciting journey into the world of scale modeling. We really hope that you will download and make us a regular part of your modeling bench sessions. Before we start, I would like to take a moment and thank the sponsors of the Model Geeks Podcast. Sprue Brothers, our one-stop shop for all our scale modeling needs. Sprue Brothers has the largest inventory of model kits, accessories, tools, and supplies. So visit Sprue Brothers at SprueBrothers.com for all your scale modeling needs. Detail and scale. Go to reference sources for military aviation enthusiasts and scale modelers since 1978. All the detail and scale books are available in both print and digital format. Check them out at detailandscale.com. And lastly, Furball Aero Design. Providing modelers with the most accurate and extensively researched scale model aircraft decals available. Each decal set is printed by Cartograph Italy, the industry's leading decal printer. If you're looking for high quality and well-fitting and conforming decals, then check out Furball Aero Design. You can visit them at furballaero-design.com. Now, here are the geeks. Darren Cook, Scott Samo, Andrew Frill, and Andrew White. What's crack-a-lackin', Model Geeks, and welcome to episode 15 of the Model Geeks podcast. I'm Frildo, IPMS number 40740, and I am coming to you with my three co-hosts, Scott Samo, Andrew White, and Darren Cook. Fellas, what's crack-a-lackin'? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm tired. I've spent a long week in San Diego. I didn't even have time to go to a hobby shop. What? What? Nope. Unsat. No time at all. Poor head work. We all UQ for after head work. after are, all that back and forth. After all that, and because we're only we're only allowed like one rental car for like fifty people. Uh, Is there a decent one out there that you can? I don't know. Toss a plug, anyways. There, there's the. Uh, I think it's the discount mm-hmm. hobby headquarters. Discount hobby headquarters. That yep. that that's the that's the good one. All right. La Mesa. Yeah. 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 Yep. So I I I was really bummed. I thought we were gonna. Um, be able to go maybe Saturday. Nope, nope, because our tickets got changed, and uh, that's a whole nother scenario. But yeah, we just we just didn't have time. It was just it was too busy. But oh well, such so is life. Friggin' work. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, build models is way better. In case you ever wondered. Oh, <laughs> so speaking of building models, oh, what's everybody working on, Scott? We probably know you probably didn't get a whole lot done this week. <sighs> Nope. Actually, actually, since the last episode, you've gotten quite a bit done. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. I did. I mean, I did. Uh, so it's it's completely painted, uh, shaded, all that good stuff. All the, the base work's done. Uh, walkways are painted. You know, and the, I put the pictures up on Facebook. And, and um, so I hope you, hopefully everybody's been able to check it out. So next is just painting the uh, all starting the fiddly bits. But they're all white, so that's not too, too bad. But there's a ton of there, They are a ton. And... Uh, uh, which we'll call it, and then to, to me, it's getting that exhaust section right. That's the next, uh, yeah. That's the next area, and then once once that's done, give it the old polish, and uh, start putting the old decals on, and then that once I got all the decals on, then it'll be the last that that the final weathering, like the shading with that black brown mix along the yeah. like the creases and whatnot, and do some streaking, and then uh, glue everything on, then she'll be ready to go. I think I. I 
I'm try. I'll, I'm going to try to have it ready for Nats, but oh man, I just, I just, I don't know. We'll right. see. I think it's looking we'll good, see. man. I'm digging that scheme. What is that? Thanks, uh, man. Five thirty-one. Yeah, it's it's the doing? yeah the gray ghost. So um, yeah, EMFA five thirty-one. So yeah, it's uh, I, I, you know, thanks to Jeff, he put that he put that particular plane on that decal sheet for me. So that's why I'm I'm doing that. That's one. cool. In honor of Jeff from from Furball. Thanks, Jeff. Furball. That's what I got. Uh, that's it. Let's see if I can knock that sucker out here in the next couple of weeks. Whitey, let's hear it, man. Let's hear this latest episode in the Tornado Saga. Uh, it's 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 plugging along, man. I got the uh, I threw some photos up yesterday of the uh, tail. I got the tail assembly put on. Um, had a giant ass gap. Filled that last night with some um, milliput and uh, smoothed it out. It's drying. Um, next will be the nose. I'll get the nose put in place, and then that's pretty much covers the airframe. I should be able to start getting into cleaning it up for paint, perhaps. Um, Woohoo! Let's see. The, the nose, I know, is, um, you know, I, I, I got that 3D-printed resin nose, uh, which is how's pretty it, nice looking. How's it fit? Nice. Yeah, that fits good? great. Cool. Cool. Um, but reading up some of the reviews, I guess the, the there's a panel line that, is incorrect, like where the nose actually joins a fuselage is not where it really supposed to be, but I'm not going to sweat all that, man. It's going to go on there. I'm going to fill it, you know, smooth it out, call it good, move on. I'm not killing myself any further with this kit. That's where I'm at with that. D-Ran, let's see. What's up with the other Phantom that's going uh, on? It's it's plugging along. I was up late last night fixing some BS that I've just overlooked pay attention to the pay attention to your instructions folks <laughs> so i got the color callouts wrong and painted my speed brake uh areas red and i got called out for it so as i should have been and i was and so i went back and i remastered but the actual brakes the actual moving part the actual brake yes. itself is red yeah. just not the the well yeah, right? exactly. yeah not the well yeah the well is the same color as your. i thought it looked cool when i saw your picture i'm like oh i'm gonna do mine like that and it then good, after we just chatted, I'm like, okay, I guess. Well, I'm you know, at the end of the day, nobody would have no, no. known any different yeah. but me. Yeah. And so, and I wanted to be right, so I fixed it. I uh, got the seats done, and you know, you talk about the fiddly bits, man. There, it's just a shit ton of them. It's just laying the gear. You know, the seats themselves is a lot of pieces. Seats lack a little detail. Uh, yeah. And what I mean belts. by that is belts, <laughs> right? So they give you the uh, decals. Uh, but it's just not the same. So you can say I'm cheating. I don't think that now that I use the uh, the quint. I, I bought a, a quinta set for the Zukimura. Not for seats, man. When when there's nothing so, there, yeah. you have to put something there. I mean, and I, I'd rather I'd rather do that than put just plain. Some guys will yeah. just put plain tape. Yeah, I think uh, the decal looks dumb. better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. could have done put some guys in there with some like orange flight suits. No, I could have done that. But nope, I'm just went ahead and use those, and I, I will say they're fiddly. There's yeah. a lot of little pieces. So there's one each seat. There's there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Just the belts, seven, eight. There's eight pieces to just the belts. Yeah, they look top. pretty. They wow. look pretty good though. Yeah, I mean, they, they look really well. good. You yeah. showed me the the picture. It looks looks good. So. Yeah, cool. So I got to go back and clear those and do a little wash and do some weathering on them and flatten them and. I'll be done with that. So on to uh, 
a clear coat on the bottom and well, clear coat everything. And I could start doing a little oil wash or oil weathering. And I'm hoping to be done here in the next, uh, well, before Mosquito Con at the end of the month. So, Mosquito yeah. Con. That's like yeah. less than two weeks away. Yeah. It'll yeah, be. yeah, 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 yeah. First yeah. show in almost a year and a half. Man, I'm looking forward to it. Over yeah. a year and a half. It'll be fun, man. I'm, uh, it's going to be I good. Totally, I totally forgot about Mosquito Con. We're going to Mosquito Con. We are. Are we going to a show? We are. We are. <laughs> Yeah. Dang nabbit, I'm excited. I'm be printing out and well thrilled those already. Yeah, I'm already started working on my forms Damn. that way. I want to have all that stuff done. How many models are you guys taking? I'm taking like a couple. I think I'm taking a couple. A couple? Yeah. Is this like a, a couple dozen? Couple? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm gonna take three, I think. It's competition, man. You gotta <laughs> crush the competition. I take <laughs> I think I'm, I'm taking kidding. like three. Yeah, I'm gonna take three, three or four, maybe. I'll probably, probably do like I don't know, probably at least 15. I'll go so three can, or four. Got to fill their tables, you know? Yeah. Well, I think yeah. their tables will be filled regardless, just because people, they'll like in our area, are looking to... categories. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited for the vendor part, too, although I think we're all on a little bit. I know I'm trying to put myself on model restriction a yep. little bit for, for the big show. Yeah, because it's cutting into my Nats phone. Yeah, man. I had, like, I had sold a ton of models on eBay, and that was my Nats fund. And and literally, I I probably sold forty or fifty models on eBay. So I had like word, I don't know, two thousand bucks sitting in there. I was like, I am good to go. I'll pay for everything. I pay for the whole trip. Yeah, I got like two hundred dollars in there now. <laughs> 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 I bought all those old stupid, or not old, but because Kitty Hawk went away, so I yeah. like bought oh, a whole yeah. bunch of those. They get them now, because you so, never know. Yeah. Five years, two years, people will be paying crazy money for a... Guys yep. are scrambling for yep. a Kitty Hawk Entendard. Just yep. saying. BFJ2s are getting hard to find. Yes, yeah. they are. And I, I picked up a couple of those just because you guys were like, dude, you better get one, so I got one. Then I got that Twin Huey, too, the Navy version. Oh, yeah. Neat, I think so. I might want to pick that one up. That one looks pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, I want one of those. Cool. Do a Sawbird. Sorry, Dan. We're bogarting your time. Oh all no, right, man! It's all good. That's Sorry. all I got. That's all I've been working on. It's uh, it's just a press to the finish line, trying to get the F four done, so I can have it on the table there at Mosquito Con. So you got cool, a couple man. weeks. You'll get it yep. done. Oh yeah. And when it, when is Mosquito here. Con again? The July thirty first. First. Last. Yeah. Okay. So last yeah, week. Last Saturday okay. in July. Cool. Mm-hmm. Wayne, and, Wayne, New Jersey. Yep. Good deal. Yeah, I think we're staying. I, I can't remember what hotel we're staying at, but it's only like a few minutes from the from the old venue. Yeah, I don't know yeah, where, where we're at. Yeah, yeah. You you arranged that, didn't you, Darren? Yeah, I have no idea. I cool. can't remember the name of the hotel, but it's it's not too far. Yeah, good right deal. There. Cool. It's a Hilton property. Cool. Good old Hilton property. Well, for me, I just finished up the A four M. And as and I alluded, good. oh, yeah, thank you. Cool, it does. I'll have to take Scott down and show him after after yeah, we get man. done. But uh, one thing I'm always find myself lacking on is bases, and I want a nice looking base. And so I went ahead and got some of that AK interactive concrete. And Chris Dirks gave me a hand, showed you know showed me how he did his, and I went ahead and made an oval base for it, and it came out good. I weathered it up Friday, and then I wanted to put another thing on the base because it's just one of those regular oval plaque bases you can get from Hobby Lobby or wherever. And I wanted to put something on it. And so I have a little, little mini set of aviator wings and I was looking at it and like, Oh, I really like to put this on there. And so I went and took my Dremel and I kind of marked out on the wood where I wanted it. And I Dremeled it out, 
So now the wings kind of sit recessed into the base, and cool. I think it's going to look really cool. Yeah, and I just got. I was going. I'm going to go stain it today, so that way it has time to to dry, and and so I'll get that going, and then from there is you know detail and scale. The fine folks over there they sent me a uh, advanced copy of the Fury book when it came out, and I was going through the Fury book on my iPad. And it's kind of got me itching to do the entire family because I've got the FJ1, the check model FJ1. I got the Kitty Hawk Dash 2 and Dash 3. I have the uh, Grand Phoenix Dash 4 and the Hobby Boss Dash 4B. So I can probably do all the, I can do all the, the Fury series. And that book is going to come in handy. And a lot of, you know, a good little detail about that. I'll go more into it later on. But some of the early Dash 2s, the ejection seat was painted that kind of weird-looking operating room green color. And that's a small detail that I didn't know about until I was looking in the detail and scale, and I saw that. So that's just kind of the stuff that you're going to find in those in those books. And uh, I'm glad Bert and Rock were able to put that in there. Cool. But that's about it for me. And so maybe throw on a MiG-15 UTI, the urinary tract infection. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that thing looked kind of cool, so short and stubby looking, and this looks weird. I kind of like the weird looking stuff. So that's about it. All right, moving on. We're going to go into geek news. All right, fellas, let's hear it. What everybody buy this week? I buy anything. I um, I'm saving my dough for gnats. So yeah, I I, I well, granted, I was last couple of weeks. I've just been busy getting ready to go. To to San Diego. So, and I should have bought something. I should have had a report of all the crap that I bought while I was out in San Diego. So I hit hobby shops, but nope, I was busy, busy with work. So I get a below, right? I think that's, <laughs> that's about, a, a, a below. A yeah. below. All right. Below and head work. And not, um, probably performance and head work. <laughs> Freaking, I just, I couldn't carve out any time. And, and literally, I yeah, have one, tough, one car for like a hundred of us. And I'm not, you know, again, I felt silly being, uh, hey guys, can I buy the car so I can go on a hub shop run? You know? <laughs> and, and, but, I, I, but, I do it. What, but here's what'll happen. What do you think will happen? They'll be like, yeah, I'll go hey, with Hey, can I go with you? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, no, you can't. Cause I'm going to spend like an hour in there, like minimum, just walking around, like not in, They'll be in there for like five minutes and be like, dude, can we go now? <laughs> That's the worst, going to a shop with someone who's not a yeah. model geek. Yeah. Um, happened to me up in Seattle there. We were driving, uh, <laughs> you know, we had to go up to Whidbey for some work. Yeah. And we land at SeaTac. And I know that Skyway Hobbies is on the way. Yeah. And, and I'm, I said to my buddy, like, you know, he's, he's a former aircrew guy and stuff. So I'm, I was like, and he knows I'm a model nerd. And um, so I was like, dude, let's let him stop at this hobby store. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, cool. That'll be awesome, you know? And uh, he's a he's a hot rod head. So I'm like, yeah, they probably have like a car section. So check it out, you know? Yeah. He was an S3 guy, and I've built an S3 for him before. Uh, but anyway, we get in that Skyway Hobby. Great shop if you're ever up in that area, man. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's definitely the type of shop that we would want. You yeah. Know? It's yeah. all plastic, uh, aftermarket, old kits, new kits. Like Jeez, five man. or six different paint lines going in there. Wow. I mean, it was, it was really, really good stuff. Um, I'm in there for like 15 minutes. He's like, "Dude, you want to go grab lunch now?" And I'm like, "I just, dude, we, we just got here, man." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, are you still looking around?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, it's gonna be a bit." 
Yep, you got to take a couple <laughs> laps in the pattern. I should have just told him, take the rental car, go get yourself whatever you yeah, want, yeah. and uh, come back in three hours. <laughs> and that's what—that's exactly what I should have done. Is just because I, I the people that were because there are a ton of people that were there with us. I should have just said, just drop me off and then come pick me up in like an hour or so. Yeah. You know, and uh, but I didn't, and uh, I'm like kind of kicking myself now. You know, because it's just. Well, you could have hit the old Uber too. Well, you're down there on the waterfront. Yeah, we we're on the water. Right? Yeah, it was probably. I bet that's it's like a, forty-five minutes or an hour to get Ooh, there, maybe. Yeah. So, and I thought I was I was trying to plan everything up, but every day stuff was popping up that I was like, "Well, I got to check. I got to do this. Oh, okay, we got to go visit FST. Okay, we got to go see um, some of the engineers. Okay, we got to go talk to this skipper over here. Whatever. <sighs> anyway, so I didn't buy jack squat. So, oh, you know, it's funny. <laughs> Back to Whitey's comment about, you know, guy in 15 minutes. Hey, man, you ready to go get something neat? One of the first times I ever took my wife, Kristen, into a hobby world there in Jacksonville in Orange Park when it was open. <laughs> Dude. And uh, we go in there and she's like, what are you doing? Like, you've already walked down this aisle four times. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, yeah, you got to go around. You got to survey the area first. And you got to start planning out your attack of what you're going to hit. And then you got to mosey up and down the aisles for a while. There is, like, there is a method to the madness. There is. Yeah. You don't just walk in there and then you're done. It's like, all right, okay, there's a good, okay, ooh, I see that one. But by be bopping around, oh, let's see what kind of paint they got. Okay, planning, like you said, planning the attack. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I don't ever walk out of a hobby shop empty-handed. You know, it, I, there's always something in there. Unless they're really rude, then I don't buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Which, one time. They're usually pretty good. So. We were going out to uh, Great Wolf Lodge, and we had some time for we to get there. And I told her, oh, I want to go check out Denby's. And she wasn't feeling very well. And so she stayed in the car, and she's like, I don't care how long you take. She's like, just, I'm just going to take a nap. And so I was like, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> cool. And I was in and out in like 20 minutes because I found what I needed. And, you know, I was like, oh, okay. And, yeah, I, I feel bad. She's that's in what the car. Does too. She just sits in the car and just kind of listens to a book or calls her sister or something. Now, do they give you the? You're like, honey, are you sure you're cool if I run by real quick? And then they give you the, of course, yeah, sure, no problem. I'm like, okay. I'm, I, and they're like, oh, take your time. That is a crock. Yep. Because after 20 minutes, the texts start flying. Are you done yet? <laughs> no. No. It used to be a handbook and wife code how to read yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, we've been married for like 20, over 20 years. When have I ever done a quick hobby shop run? You know, there's no such thing as a quick hobby shop run. Unless it's like, you know, like you're planning, you know exactly what you need and you need to get something quick or something. like. Anyway, I just think it's funny that it's like after 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, here come the text rolling in. So then you feel the pressure anyway. And then you're, uh. Unfortunately, now a lot of the hobby shops I go to are just, it is a 10, 15 minute pass because there's just nothing there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good ones are, I was still, I'm still, when I think about Piper closing, I mean, because it was worth the two hour drive. That was big. Yeah. Yeah. It was worth the two hour drive. Absolutely. Did did I call that Skyway or Skyline Hobby? I can't. Skyway. Okay. Just want to be sure. It is Skyway. Skyway. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, I didn't buy shit. No. (laughs) Whitey, what'd you buy? This week, nothing. Um, again, kind of just, there's plenty of stuff out there I'd love to buy. I sold some stuff on eBay, if that counts for anything, but, you know, but uh, didn't didn't blow any money, didn't pick up anything new this week. Uh, okay, new geek rule here. You guys going to start putting stuff on eBay. We need to send a list out <laughs> with your, with your Why? price. Mine was just price, old decals, you know. I know there's a lot of, I want to pick up. <laughs> there's a lot of decal hey. sheets that are coming 
And so like I'm, I'll, I'll roll through my catalog and go, okay, I know there's something new coming for that. So I'm going to, case in point, uh, sky-rated decals. Uh, Carol Kale has some really yep. nice sky-rated sky decals coming out. I had a sheet that I was going to use to do Dita Dangler's airplane. Well, Caracal has the sheet coming with Dangler's airplane on it. So what Get am I going to hold on to that ones. for? You know, yeah. I, you know yeah. toss it on there, you know, five bucks, whatever. You know, say I had like five or six sheets that I just tossed off for like, you know, like I say, five dollars $5 starting bid. And, you know, I'm not, I, I typically ship my decals for free yeah. uh, just to keep it, keep them going yeah, out yeah. the door you know i mean boom bye-bye see you later there's nothing worse though like you'll buy decals online and some people are really good about putting them between two like pieces of cardboard oh yeah, yeah. And you, gum, you get some of the yahoos that'll put it into like a, a paper envelope and then you get it and it's like all, <laughs> it's all beat the hell beat the hell and you're yeah. like dude what the hell oh give me a favorable rating uh you know and i don't ever give anybody like a negative rating on facebook facebook on ebay or whatever i just either i just don't do anything but, yeah um, You're not obligated. No, obligated no. to. So hey, yeah. But Darren, hey. So I want to. I want to talk to you quick about this because this is funny. Oh. So there. So is are, is are we? Is there a? Uh, there might be a rule. Are might Are you telling me there might be a rule about like a geek shall offer to fellow geeks the model that they're going to well, sell on eBay? I don't know. I, as far I have as a offer goes, but at least a list. Well, <laughs> so because. Um, you guys ain't gonna pay me what I'm, you know, what the those yokels out there are gonna pay me. <laughs> Probably uh, not. You know, <laughs> like would you have paid? Like, uh, now granted, you know, so like my wing nut wing kits. Like, I bought, I, nope. I, I sold ten yeah, of them, nope. right? Nope. And they were like two hundred bucks. I just, I started off like twenty five bucks as the first auction, and they yeah. all went close to two hundred dollars. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you're not gonna get. And that was my Nats money. Granted, I blew it all already, but uh, anyway. So, but I, I promise in the future. I'll I'll send the list. No, the other you know the club you know. too. You know, just, oh no no no, I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. Yes, okay. I will send the list. <laughs> I will send the list out to the club or whoever yeah. if I'm gonna. But see, here's the problem. I drop. I sold so many kits, like forty or fifty of them. I, I now wow. I'm, I'm down to like one fifty, and those are like I don't want to get rid of those. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm not yeah, paying like, that. We'll see. I, I'm probably end up selling all of them a month from now. So whatever. All everything. No, no. <laughs> just, but like, here's here's a problem. You, did you hit your head? <laughs> here's a problem. No, I built the Tamiya F4. Oh uh, well. Why? Uh, why do I? How am I gonna? That it is. It's just. It's just. It's. I can't wait to start another one. So. Yes. Good? Yes, we're gushing over that kit, and we are fanboys. Enough already. No. <laughs> Let's hear how good the we've fit heard is. Of, we've heard about it. No. Tell me again, yeah, D-Ran. No. How fit? How how good's the fit on that? It's great. Sucks. It's crappy kit. Can't believe making us build that thing. It's, it's great. I heard, I heard there's decals available for it, too, somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. And if you've yeah. lost your mojo, if that is the thing. I thought you were going to say loving feelings since Top, <laughs> Gun, <laughs> since <laughs> Top Gun's rolling over here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On the big screen in if, front of us. If you have lost that ever-elusive mojo, if there is such thing, uh, it will bring it back. It, it will. It so. will. There is no mojo <laughs> loss with, That's right. with the... Anyway... Yes. Good mojo boost from the, you know, we had a club meeting this week too. Yeah. Darren the, and I were there. You guys weren't, you know, yeah. you're out of town I had a, on work. I had a good excuse. Frildo blew us off. Yeah. yeah Sorry, I had a birthday party to go to. 
He's yeah. working on the A4. But that was he the, was. He, the pictures came out after the little text. <laughs> so. Hey, man, you going to be at the meeting? No, man, I'm busy. Hey, check out. I just finished my A4. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Good uh, deal. Good good uh, meeting, though. That was a big turnout the other night. It was. Cool. A lot of guys. How many there? people were there? Jeez, I don't know. About 30. Yeah, no like kidding. 30. Man, that's awesome. Yep. Yeah. And that's kind of a small space, too. You get 30 people in that area. Yeah, it's just kind of. It wow. is. Yeah, 30 that's, people. Uh, Happy to have a venue that we can yes have a meeting yes. at, but it, it it does get like the usual in. suspects or any new people or just like uh, everybody's kind of cool. That's um, good. Had good a lot deal. of uh, you know, I mean, here we are, saw the Maryland Packs River Air Station. You know, our clubs, a lot of airplane builders. Yeah. Um, but then we got a few guys that do um. Let's see, we had the ship guys there, and uh, yeah, cool. also um, you know, some sci-fi dudes. You know, so. Good deal, man. A couple of Gundam things out there, which, Frildo, you'll talk about your uh, yeah, project yeah. you got coming up here. Sure do. Cool, Yeah, man. it was a really good show. And then, then of course, we go to eat afterwards and hit the old Red Robin, and we took up half the damn restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> they looked at us coming in. They closed at 10 o'clock, and here we come rolling in with, like, 18 people <laughs> yeah. at, at 945. <laughs> and they're going... Uh-oh. Oh, I know they're back there spitting on our burgers and uh, because it was mad as hell. If you let them know, like, hey, I, I know this is late, whatever, we'll make it worth your while, give them a good tip. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, then, they know who we okay. are and stuff yeah, like that, so they, yeah. they know they're not going to They're gonna yeah. get tipped well. You're not going to, it's not like you're the, you get a $50 meal. Uh, some of the food that we had out in San Diego, one guy, his meal before tip was 180 bucks. Ooh, and he had like man. a steak, the steak was 150 just for the steak. And Jams. then he came with some sides and stuff. I guess it was good. I had a tuna steak. I hope so. Two God. minutes, two minutes. Oh, it just melt in your mouth, man. It, but that was only like 60 bucks. But um, well, yeah, I, I the one guy's like, hey, I, he, he was going to leave like five a $5 tip. On a $180 bill? I was like, dude, <laughs> negative. 20%, man. I was like, come on, dude. Yeah. I was it's like, all per diem. And, and the service was fantastic. Well, I want to yeah. give the folks a Red Robin a tip. And cool. that is when you got a group that big in there, uh, keep the fries fresh and keep them going, okay? Because my fat ass can eat some fries. <laughs> and when I come back and I say, for my second round of bottomless fries, hey, can I get some more? Oh, I'm sorry. The kitchen's closed. Not an answer. Oh, wow. That's probably not good. <laughs> no, man. Dude. I mean, I was I was one my fries. Wow. <laughs> more French fries. Holy geez. Squirrels are running everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'll be oh, quiet. Okay. Sorry for real. All right, so what'd you buy, Darren? What'd you buy? Oh, my God. At the club meeting, I got one of those HK 30-second scale B25Js. That was a deal. Oh, geez. I did. Wow. Picked it up from a fellow club member for 100 bucks. Whoa. Wow, that's a good deal. Yeah, so I couldn't pass it up, and now I'm looking at going, what in the hell am I going to do with this thing? Because <laughs> Didn't huge. you guys just get some decals for a B25 at the, uh, yes. the Virginia Beach Air Show? Yes, yeah. but... That's for glass nose. And this is the strength. Oh, you, yeah. Oh, so you yeah. got the gun nose. Gun yeah, nose. I got the gun nose. It's ah. still a great kit. It's cool. And I was going through it, and uh, the detail's really good on it. What, what are their but, kits? What are the HK kits like? I, I've never... I've never built one. I've never built one. I've seen them built, but I just... I've never... I don't know. They're subjects that I, th- I wouldn't... Uh, you know. I think they build up decently because they have a, a 30-second scale Lancaster. And if it's not already out, it's due out here soon. I think it's already. I think it's already out. Is it? They're, they're I big Lancaster. I thought I, I could be wrong. The thirty-two scale one is. I'm pretty sure. Well, the forty-eight scale one is out now too. Yeah, I'm gonna grab one of those. 
Yeah. We, nice I was kit. if when Wingnut Wings was gonna produce yeah. them, we saw that the mock-ups and the the builds. I was like, even I'm gonna buy one of those. You I know? think never build it, but I'll still buy it. <laughs> HK Models Two went the way of you know Wingnut Wings, and they did just the uh, forward cockpit section. It was an yeah. old standalone. Yeah, that looked pretty cool. I like to get one of those. Yeah, it was yeah. big. It I mean, looks well, like they've got three uh, or two Lancasters out. Okay. So cool. They got the B. A limited, an edition merit exclusive. I don't know what that is, limited edition, but man, that's a hefty price tag, 360 bucks. Wow. It's a lot of plastic. It is. It is. It is. And, you know, I don't know if I were to build this one. Let's see, 645 millimeter wingspan. What is that? Just shy of two foot, I think. I don't know, man. I'd have to bust out a yeah, converter. It's, it's, for that. it's huge. I, don't know. <laughs> I can't do metric numbers in my head. I don't know where the hell I would put it. Unless, I can't it's, temp- re- unless it's temperature, I, I'm like, what? <laughs> I can't do regular Celsius, numbers in my head. Yeah. Centigrade and Fahrenheit, I can, uh, I'm with you. but My math and public skills are not good. It's, it's like, Scott, it's, two plus two, uh, well, seven. I mean, four, six, four. So 645 millimeters. Let me rough. Quick math in the head. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Carry that to this. Uh, 25.3937. Oh, okay. I had 3934. Yeah, I had wow, 3936. Like, sounds straight up like Google helped you out. <laughs> it might have. Yeah, but so it's just a little over two foot. I mean, that's, a, wow, that's still a big, big size, though. Wow. It's cool. huge. So cool. I don't, I don't, it's probably going to go up on the auction block, too, because now that I bought it, I just don't know what I, if I'll build it or where I'll put it. it just, impulse buys. Well, the price is right. I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. Yeah. Nope. Boom. Sold. There it is. I just put my list out though to you guys. So I, I, I you have a list. Rule. Yeah. It was, there's one on it. Oh, <laughs> just, <laughs> well, why did he just offer you a hundred bucks for it? You'll yep. get your money back. Yeah. And, and no shipping. Yeah. There you go. Nope. Save on Ooh. shipping. So, well, that's what I bought. Well, as for me, the only thing I didn't get, well, I got one kit, which, but, but I didn't buy it though. I bought some, um, I bought the 3D resin printed F4 Phantom fin caps from Flying Leatherneck decals. Ah. And nice moldings. They look really sharp. Yeah. And I went ahead and got all three different styles so that way I can whatever F4B I want to do. I know some people don't really sweat the ECM antennas on the tail, but some people do. And, and they're direct replacements for the kit parts. And so... The Academy kit also has, their B kit also has all three different tail fins. So if you don't want to go that route, you could you know, use the Academy kit. But they're nice. And while I was on, on Dave's website, I picked up some uh, UH-1Y Venom um, tail boom plates and the uh, full motion video sensors and some and the SATCOM antenna that goes on top of the main rotor. Because I want to do a, uh, I got the Kitty Hawk. UH1Y that I want to do and and I picked up a sheet of his decals for it too because one of the birds on there has the full motion video and uh, the SATCOM Montana on top of the uh, what do you mean a full motion video what is that well what it is is like a sensor that is on the tail boom and it allows the ground troops to see what the pilots are seeing so it's kind of like real time the guys on the ground can see what they're classified I guess huh yeah I guess not I'll tell you what would be cool for for Dave to come out with if you're listening, Dave. Is that's a center pylon for this kit. Bingo. So, yep, center. It needs a center pylon. Oh, 
That's really yeah. my only big uh, complaint can, about the kit is the molded in uh, drop tank with the uh, center pilot. Yeah, I, I brought so. Gabe was saying you can most of the Hasegawa kits have one, but it's it's pretty crude. Like you got to yeah. do some detailing to it to make it look decent. Because I wanted originally I wanted to put the a uh, a mirror with some bombs and stuff on when I was doing the mariner, but it it just it looks it looks odd. Yeah. So I just was like, man, I'm just gonna roll with the big center line tank. Two sparrows and four sidewinders. So yeah, well, Dave does some good stuff. I'm sorry to interrupt yep. what oh, you, no. you were doing there for a little bit. That was just yeah. I mean, one it's... of those things in the back of my mind I was looking at because I'm working on that tank and it just I would like to have yeah, something was, different there. Was uh now why did you who somebody had mentioned that hypersonic has a center line, um or maybe maybe he has some mirrors got... or something. There was something he had I thought that would fit, but uh, mm. maybe I was maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. For mm. some reason I thought. Gabe maybe said, or why do you have told me that Hypersonic has a, I know they have a, a center line pylon for F4s? Stuff. Yeah. Let me look real quick here. And, uh, and you know, the Musaru Cup is going on where, between all the different podcasts. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was the lucky person to participate in this year for, for our podcast. And on Friday or Thursday, I get this box in the mail. And I was like, oh, I wonder what this could be. And I go and I see who it's from. It's from Ian. And I was like, okay, cool. This is the kit for the Musaru Cup, right? So I'm sitting there and I think I text you guys and was like, wow, should I open this now or like, should hell I wait? Yeah, I want to know what's in there. And so, yeah, the excitement got, got the best of me. And I opened it up. And to my surprise, I mean, this is something completely out of my swim lane, but it was a Bandai um, high grade. Gun blow or whatever. Gundam, it is. some MSN D6SZ, some kind of fighting suit robot looking thing. So <laughs> it's right up your alley. Yeah, you right. Know, I'm like, what am I going to do with this? You got to so, build it. You are going to build it. And I've got a few things going through the mind of how I'm going to weather it up and stuff. So oh, I bet yeah, you can just have fun with it. You, oh, throw yeah, ac- that's, throw yeah. accuracy out the window. You know, Do whatever you feel like. Do, do some chipping I and totally may. Get hairspray. Get some that, and, uh, uh, Uncle Night Shift stuff going oh, on. Oh, right, yeah, man. man practice rusty. practice with that stuff, man. man. And so yeah. I'll do it up real you know, I'll, I'll do it up good. But, yeah, Make it's definitely out of my swim lane. I just. Cool. And uh, before that, I got another. Another package in the mail, and it was from our friend oh, Dave yeah. Goldfinch. Goldfinch, Fitch, right? Sorry, Goldfinch. Dave. Goldfinch, Fitch. sorry. Down and uh, what is it? And it is oh, America's oh, oh, well, so, yes, so an Australian delicacy. That's but we right. got our thank you Vegemite. He was so kind to send us. So, Dave, thanks for the Vegemite. I'm sure we're going to really enjoy it. It's going to be great on a little, some toast, a little butter. Yeah, man. Well, Heck yeah. I like to eat it Good by the stuff. teaspoon. Oh, teaspoon. Huh? <laughs> no, well, we they come in squeezy bottles, so I'm thinking just pop the top, squeeze away, man. Yeah, you go for Yum. it. Yum. Right in <laughs> right down the gullet, man. Now who I so I've never tried it, but you has everybody else, Whitey, Darren, yeah. you guys have all tried it. Yeah. yeah. I've, who I've likes it, it and who doesn't like it? I like it. It was good. It's, it's good. It's okay. not bad. And it's I think I bad. said we you know, I don't know. Be careful how you apply it. It's yeah, exactly right. You know, I Visiting my my cousin down there in Australia a few months back, um, you know, they, their kids, you know, they eat Vegemite. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it's a thing down there, and uh, so I'll try anything once, 
And so I'm like, yeah, sure. Let me, uh, you know, she, the, his daughter's over there making a Vegemite sandwich. I'm like, oh, make me one too, you know? Yeah. Gives it to me. And, and I say like, you know, okay, I've always heard that people get grossed out by it and all that stuff. And my cousin was like, yeah, because when the Yanks come down, they, they like slather it on and yeah. we'll put it on like real thick. <laughs> that's and right. that's not, that's not what you want to do. You want to keep a nice thin layer yeah. and then boom. It ain't. A, it looks like it, but it ain't apple butter. We should all. No, okay. we, should, <laughs> we should have all. We should try it on the, on the show. Yeah. Let's see how we. I asked for it. I said, tried "Hey, you have any? You know, he's let's do some uh, Vegemite and toast." Yeah, yeah. but he, he's nope. out of bread or he's something. Yeah, bread. we didn't have any bread. Yeah. The wife was actually at the store getting groceries. <laughs> oh. So, but uh, Dave, we'll give you a full report. Yeah. Here, well, next next uh, show we'll we all appreciate have, it. We'll all have tried it by the next show, and then we'll we'll let him know. But yeah, thanks. But yummy, cool. But as far as new stuff, that's all I've bought in the last week. Like everybody else, you know, I'm trying to curtail my spending because it's cutting into my Nats fund. Yeah. So trying to save yeah. for the Nats. Um, hypersonic, though, real quick, to just jump back. Quick. Sure, yeah. You know, we're talking pylons, and they do a F4 centerline pylon. Oh, cool. Um, made for the Zucamora kit, um, and they also do the outer wing pylons as well. So they do separate pylons, if that's okay. something you guys are interested in, t- in there. Cool. So Thanks, Whitey. I don't know how those play out across the different versions if there are different types i'm yeah, not that much know. of a phantom expert so well so all right moving on to new kits and stuff on the street what have you guys heard is coming out scott hear anything well um yeah there's there's a couple of them right so there's one i think we're probably pretty excited about the the super hornet yeah the ming super hornet the foxtrot so yeah. the f um, so I'm, that's the one I'm, I think that'll, I haven't even touched, I haven't even broken bags on the, on the, the E. So, but I've seen some folks build it. And, um, my only comment to the kit so far is that there's, and you know, again, I'm not a huge, huge accuracy guy, but this one's fairly obvious. So the, the nose section, the top fuselage that connects to the lower fuselage, um, up around the windscreen, there's a the the area where the you know the join line the seam uh, is not supposed to be a panel line. And every kit that I uh, Ming that I kit that I've seen built of the of the Super Hornet, they haven't filled. And it should be. It looks like it's a nice joint. Like yeah. it's not bad at all. Just throw a little surfacer or putty or whatever. Just fill in because uh, I've I. I've, I verified that that panel line is not, it's not, that's not a panel line. It's, excuse me, it's just a seam line. So you'll just need to go ahead and fill it. But the fit is great um, from what I've seen and what I've read. So I think that the, the two seater probably should be the same. I mean, I'll definitely pick one up. So it's on my Nats list. I don't know if, I don't know when it's supposed to be out though. Um, I think it's supposed to be out pretty soon. Is it August maybe? Yeah, I think it's so. due out any day now. I think like around the time of the Nats is I think it's when it's due out. So I'm excited about that one. I think it'll be cool. And uh, the rumors on the streets are they're going to be doing a growler as well. So What? Really? Oh, yeah, man, that's... so there may be a new growler in 48 scale that too. Might cool. as well. You're right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Cool. And what what are you guys seeing on the the old one I want to uh point out there's the uh Correct me, Scott, if I'm wrong. Edelari. 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 Whatever. Whatever. We know, we know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, the uh, S3B, which they've oh, that's right. a, a limited yeah. uh, re-release. Uh, Sprue Brothers uh, was talking to a Gordon last night on the phone. They got those in last week. 
Oh, they they've got them in stock. Yep, they've got them in stock. I'll probably so, pick one up. But uh, I saw I saw Whitey's and I was like, damn! Now I got to do an S three. Yeah, it, it's just freaking cool. Well, looking. The, I wonder if the canopy is still like uber dark. I'm sure. I've got that. Uh, yeah, have them pop one open. Give us a report on because you know yeah. I I know some of the later ones that got released, uh, the Italy boxings, the canopy is just practically black. Well, oh, really? I'll let you know because yeah. I'm going to buy at least one. I've okay. got that set of, uh, forget who made them, the uh, George Bush, Bush Navy One markings. Yeah, yeah. And I want to do that airplane. Cool. So, That'd be cool. Um, I- I'm going to at least get one. Uh, so. Here's a sea story real quick. So when he, when George Bush, when he flew the S3 on, uh, on the carrier, and there's a picture on USA Today, mm-hmm. and one of my good like buddies that i went to flight school with his name's Corey pritchard he was a super hornet guy and uh i think he, i think he flies for fedex or one of the carriers anyway um i i'm looking at the paper and i'm reading the article because i thought it was awesome and there's my buddy Corey, like Stand on right usa there. today yeah. like standing right next to him i was like holy shit that's awesome yeah. so anyway that's cool. it, was, it was really cool yeah small was, world man. small yeah it is yeah yeah, they had their cool black like uh, flight suits with their names all engraved. Yeah, they were fighter guys are just so much cooler <laughs> than us Hilo guys. Yep. One of the ones that uh that I'm kind of excited about is the one thirty second scale Infinity Models SB two C Hell Diver that just came out. Oh. Yeah, that thing looks pretty nice. Yeah, that thing looks nice. That's a big. Uh, that's a big kit. I bet. It's a big. It's a it's big, big beast. That thing. I mean, it's good size and forty eight scale too. Yeah. And then I was looking around and I saw 148 scale Dora Wings Curtis Wright AT9 Jeep. That twin engine looking. Yeah, that's about an ugly looking airplane. It is. That's like a thing, an airplane my mother would love. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, there's something cool about it, ugly ones, though, right? Sometimes there is. I'm, but, like a you prowler. Know, Prowler's ugly. And I'm, it's I'm cool. sure there's a contingent of folks out there that are like, okay, cool. An, an 1819. Is it 19, you said? Whatever. A, a Jeep. Like, you know, awesome. Um, but then I look at it and I go, man, what a waste of plastic. You know, <laughs> you could have pumped these resources into a 148-scale P3 Orion and sold way more. Right, folks? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, and, uh, yeah. and on top of that, I'll go back to the Detail and Scale Fury book, part one, that uh, just came out. And I have to admit, that's a nice. That's a nice book. It is. It covers the first series. The first book covers the variants from FJ one up to the FJ three, and then the next one is coming out. Will cover the FJ four and four cool. B. Nice. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's awesome. Yeah, I've paged through it, and uh, yeah, great looking um, graphics in there as usual, um, and then detail photos. Like you talked about the green. I had no clue about the green. Yeah, the, I didn't in either. The, in the Dash 2. So when I build that kit, I'll be looking forward to putting that nasty color green in the cockpit. What color What color green? Did you call it hospital green? Yeah, it's like it, the old like, 70s operating room cockpit. Almost yeah. like like a Russian, Russian. Uh, cockpit. Okay. Cool. Color, Turquoise know? type. Yeah. Wow. Well, like what you see in like Intrigued. C-130s. Remember like the yeah, color yeah, of yeah, yeah. inside of those? Yep. 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 Yeah, man. Wow. Cool. Cool. Looking. Yeah, great books. And uh, I, I got to tell you, I, if folks out there are looking for some good detail, you know, reference pictures, yep. you, you hit the, hit those guys up. Detail yeah, yeah scale, because they, they got some really, really good stuff. And being electronic like that, I like having it on the iPad because you can, you can spread those pictures 
Uh, like kind of zoom in. Oh, yeah, you're looking. Man. Yeah. Crystal clear. I, I'm an old so. school dude where I just like having the books. Um, I just like yeah. the books and the pictures I'm with you and stuff. There too. But I yeah. But I like the digital format too. Yeah. So like you're really trying to look at the detail or whatever you can zoom in. So yeah, I, I well. I mean, so I, that's yeah. the beauty of it though. Through Amazon, they'll print them too. So yeah, you know, because yeah. I like yeah. books as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but cool. A bunch of different ways to get them, but they're just great publications. Oh yeah, and I like the um, electronic format too because if you go somewhere and you want to, you know, take take your iPad with yeah. you while you're on an airplane or something. You can have your entire detail scale library right there on your iPad and you can just run through like while you're on the airplane making notes of your next project. I always feel like a complete dork when I'm on a plane and I'm looking through a model magazine. Oh, I don't. You know? <laughs> I don't. I, I know the people sitting next to me are like, what is this clown looking at? Yeah. What is that? They don't know. They probably think you it's know? cool. You know, <laughs> no, you say it doesn't that, bother me at all. You know, I was listening to the uh, Triple P guys last week and they kind of talked about having, you know, and, and we're the same way. We all have friends that are not in our quote, model sphere yeah, right and, yeah. and uh the triple p guys one of them was touching on that and how like you know they were talking about the hobby or something like that or they saw a picture or he was showing like his co-worker a picture and the co-worker was oh what is that again like oh wait you built that and and they yeah. were like legitimately uh, yeah. like impressed yeah. and i think that that's kind of i don't know when when you have people come to your house who you know don't know you're a modeler and they see your display cabinet you know usually the People will ask me, oh, like, where'd you get these? Yeah. And then when you say, <laughs> yeah. well, I build them. It's kind of a hobby I do just for for relaxation or whatever, you know, uh, uh, reasons for building. Yeah. And, um, you know, typically it's not like, no one's got to look at you and go, Jesus, you're a nerd. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, but they got usually the impression is, wow, I had no idea you did this. This is pretty. And they're, you know, impressed by it. Most people can see the, uh, the work that goes into them. Yeah. The artistic... Uh, talent that it takes to, to, to complete them. Um, of course, you have the other guys that are just going to reach out and try to pick it up and you go, whoa, what are you doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why do you actually, you're right though, because the last time I had people over that didn't know because i don't i don't like walk into the squad and i'm like hey guys i'm a modeler you there know you yeah it's like, something you know, i typically don't do no so, and we all yeah. don't we all keep you know it's kind of a, it's a solitary hobby and all that kind yeah. of stuff yeah. uh social media has brought more light to it i think sure um yeah but you we'll know get into that we'll get into that later yeah. right <laughs> remember when we walked in walked through the airport on our way to that's model tri- fiesta yeah. with our, with our right, kids man. in our hand you know in our people boxes were stopping. you know people like and that yeah. surprised me that people were yeah. legitimately like hold on what what is that thing what, what's in those boxes you guys have and like i remember like you know we popped the top on it and one guy was just like wow you guys build these things and you know, they're pretty legit like you know people like that stuff you know it's, yeah. you know people go into a museum they see a small display of something right um, yeah. you know they're yeah. impressed by that kind of stuff you know hey yeah, no, well. I, I, you know, it's funny. I never really, I don't know. I guess you're right. I mean, because when they came over and I had my retirement party, I mean, there were a ton of people there and they hadn't, most of them there had no idea that I built models. Right, right. And everybody came up to me and were like, do you build those? And yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm, I've been building since I was like a kid and. They were nobody said, wow, what an idiot. Yeah, I yeah. can't believe you do that. Well, You're re- such remember a that time, um, my wife did that surprise birthday party for me. Yep. And it was on the day of, uh, we were coming back from um, Maradicon up yeah, in Baltimore. Yeah. I had no idea. It's a surprise oh, party. Right. You guys dropped me off, and I noticed <laughs> you coming up. The, I'm like, 
you know, and walk in, yeah. boom, surprise party. I'm standing there with like model kits in my hands. It's so, you know, it's all these other people that friends and, and family yeah. that you know, standing there. You know, I think I put the stuff over here in the side room and proceeded with the party. But then everyone was, oh, so where you were coming? Like, oh, what yeah. was that you had? And yeah. you know, we're all talking about the show because we had just literally just come from you yeah. know the, the drive down from Baltimore. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of folks there who had no clue that I'm a modeler, you know, neighbors and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they're like, oh, wow, you know, that's pretty impressive, you know. So that's what, that's typically the reaction I've found that I get from yeah, from people who right. are, you know, again, outside of the uh, our, our, our world, world. The circle of trust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, uh, the Fury book definitely covers the uh, part one is prototypes through the FJ3. Okay. Yeah. Good. So and it's going to cover the 3M as well. And then part two is going to be the FJ4 and 4B variants. And That's the my favorite one. Yeah. And the detail and scale books are good because, you know, the chapter, chapter one, you know, it's a prototype and it goes yep. into the prototype. And then when you get into the detail chapters, then it lists, you know, each one's broken down. So the FJ1, it has all the detailed pictures of the FJ1, like the cockpit and the wheel wells and airframe details and it'll go on to the fj2 and it has all their details which i think is nice because if you want a particular variant you can go right to that variant and yeah the details that you need to get are there so hats off to uh burton rock that's a it's an amazing book and uh and i think and thank you very much for sending me a uh a review copy as far as new stuff i think that's pretty much it that i've got yeah it's i mean that's that's the the the, the main kit that infinity model hell diver yeah couple other things yeah it's um it's uh but the hobby's dying right yeah that's right yeah, that's, <laughs> and before we move on to darren you know telling our listeners about our patreon I just want to touch real quick on the shows and contests that are just right around the corner as we had mentioned earlier in the show the mosquito con is coming up on the 31st of july woohoo yeah first one back I can't wait can't wait. Yeah. And yeah. then the, uh, I forgot to write the date down, but the Central PA IPMS show is going on. That's going to be uh, September 11th yeah. in uh, Gettysburg. Yep. So that's not too far from here either. I might be in India. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, I'll. Uh, Enough said. I'll, sh- I'll shop for you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going. Yeah. We'll spend your money for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, you September's know. September's going to suck for me. NASA update. 30 days as of today, fellas. Thirty-one. Man, oh Thirty. Oh, they're okay. Well, I'm not counting the travel. Day. I'm looking. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the calendar here. Look yeah. at that. My, Thirty-one I, days, six hours, and eight or six minutes and eight sweet. seconds. Man, yeah, I'm so excited. It's, it's funny, man. My dad and my brother are both going as well. Uh, my dad from Louisiana, my brother from Texas, and it wasn't ten minutes before we started recording. My dad's calling me. He's going. We're we're getting within that thirty day window. Are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? So this is going to be a, it's going to be fun. See, again, right. so I'd like to see that, you know, have they ever been to a model show before? You know, it'd be uh, interesting to get their perspective no, of this whole thing. No. You know what I mean? No. And my, like I said, if you remember back, all the way back to episode one, the geeks and who we are and why we do what we do, uh, my dad was a big influence because he built. Oh, good. Okay. But I don't know that he has ever been to a model contest. Gotcha. So I told him, I said, stand by. I used, yeah. I used to, my dad would always, he, he, he would probably like maybe every three years or so, he'd go to a show with me and he was, he didn't, he actually, did, that's the one thing he just didn't, seemed like he actually enjoyed going and looking yeah. at the models and we'd go eat lunch and hang out and maybe hit a hobby shop or two or whatever, well, even if it's local. But yeah, it was, it was good. It was always kind of fun. 
Yeah. My dad used to build too back in the day. And uh, matter of fact, he came up here. Him and my mom came up to visit us up here in Maryland. And uh, it was the Richmond show one year. And he rolled up with uh, Whitey and I over yeah, to the Richmond yeah. show one year. It was, a good, was time. a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be, it's going to be so much fun. And I know the numbers are just staggering. Yeah. It's going to be a, gonna be a record. Yep. I think all shows, at least for the next, next like year, year and a half are just going to be crazy. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, good. Darren, good times. Why don't you go ahead and tell listeners about our, uh, our Patreon. Sure, but first I want to start by saying thanks to all our current supporters. Uh, I want you to know that your support really helps, and I uh, want you to know that you're all awesome and completely rock. Uh, we have a complete list of all of our current supporters in the show notes, so take a look there uh, for that list. Uh, for listeners out there that are interested in supporting the show, you can do it one of two ways. The first is by clicking the heart icon at the top right corner of our webpage. Uh, that will uh, take you over to our PayPal Me page where you can make a one-time type do- donation. The second is by visiting our Patreon page. Uh, there you'll find several different ways in which you can support. Uh, I want everybody to know that this is not a requirement by no means. We're still going to strive to put out the best possible content that we can. That said, though, your donations do help to offset the production cost, and any amount is greatly appreciated. I also want to take a quick second to remind everyone that there are other Scale Modeling podcasts out there for your listening enjoyment. A list of those podcasts can now be found at one website, uh, www.modelpodcast.com. I'll put that link in the show notes. I'd also like to ask, if you could, take the time to give us a rating on whatever podcast app it is that you use. Uh, preferably a five-star rating because everyone likes five stars. Anyway, uh, this rating really helps out in a couple different ways. It helps by bumping our podcast as well as the others up in the search function. And what that does is help other folks out there that are searching for Scale Model Podcast to find ours as well as the others. You can also help by sharing our podcast with your modeling buddies on social media like Facebook and the Twitter and all the other interweb spaces so help us out and uh, put that out there so again to all the geeks out there i want to say thanks for downloading listening and uh back on over to you all right now moving on we're going to move on to hobby shop shout outs and we got one this week that bob blair sends us in an email and he said that he's kind of like us he you know, the closest hobby shop to him is 45 minutes away, and it's a hobby town, USA, in Mooresville, North Carolina. And he is appreciative of it because they have a decent selection of uh, kits and stuff that he needs, and it's not that bad of a trip. So Lucky, yeah, 45 minutes. Yeah, I mean, that's... He's not like us, then we... <laughs> have you guys been to the one in Fredericksburg, though? It's not no. bad. No. Oh, yeah. It's pretty decent. I mean, full I line like of Tamiya lobbies. paint and all that, and yeah, yeah it was, it's, not, it's not too bad. Yeah, I haven't been in there in a while. Yeah, but uh, yes. Yeah, so, so I mean, the closest one to closest hobby shop to us would be Star Star probably. Hobby up in Annapolis, yeah. right? He, I was just there. Uh, I want to go back a week or so ago um, when we had to take our cars in and have them service. Anyway, full everything to Mia. He had everything. I'm, I'm the thing I'm waiting on is the um, 
oh god, what is it? the epoxy putty? There's a specific Tamiya epoxy putty that Night Shift uses. Oh Mark yeah, Kovac, mm-hmm. and it is like money. It's really? supposed to be really good. I just I we haven't I haven't seen it in the states yet, so I'm anxious to see huh. if maybe he'll get that. Cool. Right. And so that's our only hobby shop. And then um oh yeah, and then Connor from Melbourne, Australia sends us an email, and he says he's got a couple local hobby shops in the cities in the city, and Battlefield Hobbies near Brooklyn, and the ACS Branco Hobby Shop in where where I be. Where I be. Where I, I, I be. Where I be. <laughs> where I be. I be right here. Where I, where I, be, I be right here. Has everything. Planes, helos, armor, cars, ships, and supplies to build them. Cool. Those guys got some nice shops down there. Oh, yeah, they and, do. the, and they carry Gunsy Aqueous, don't they? Uh, I think so. The guys so. I think in Perth they do. The, wow. the Perth hobby heads move. The entire rack of Gunsy. Wow. It's great. And he kind of sends a plug, too. He's like, hey, you know, given the resin ejection seats that get mentioned a fair bit, he's like... He was thinking it'd be cool to hear everyone's take on working with resin. And you know what? We'll table that for a future show topic because I think yeah. that's a... I think we have that yeah. on the list. Actually. Yeah, I think it is on our list of like how to, you know, working with resin. And yeah, other. I think that's a great topic. Yeah, so yeah. thanks for the uh, show topic there, Connor. Yeah. And we appreciate the email. And for our tool tip of the week this week, my tip is drilling out the front ends of gun barrels because we've all seen them, right? You go to a show, you're like, oh, man, this this airplane looks so cool. Yep. And you go and you look at the guns, and they didn't drill out the gun barrels. Ooh, yeah. You know, it's just like. It's uh, hard to do. It is. You're right. And one of the ways that I found to do it is I know pretty much all of us have a magnifier at our benches. Yep. And I'll take my magnifier, and I'll take the gun barrel, and what I like to use is I have a a scriber, which is just, I think it's a needle that I got chucked in an X-Acto handle. And I will find the center of the barrel and I'll poke the needle in there to create a little dimple. And then a lot, you know, you got to be careful because some people may want to go in there and go and like, you know, drill it out to the size that needs to be. But I have found that if you start small and keep working your way, oh yeah, you can go and you can, you can control the amount of thickness in the barrel so you can go slow and you can get to the right thickness that you need for your particular scale. That's right. And if we go back a couple of episodes, uh, we had a tool of the week, which were our uh, small micro drill bits, which are perfect for that. Yep. And I kind of want to go off on another, uh, since we're talking about drilling things out, and that is your missile bodies on the back. Yep. Mm, I always do that too. Yeah. Yep. You know, so you, sidewinders, your your sparrows, so on and so forth, and, and just punch out a disc from a punch of dice. Yeah, yeah, pop it on the that's back. That's a good All way to go. And uh, it, it, and then with your gun barrels, you don't have to go deep with those. Either. No, you don't. You, you just got to go deep enough. Go right? Yeah, you just got to go deep enough to give that illusion of depth in the barrel. Yep. And whenever, whenever I'm trying to do something like that, drill a uh, something, you know, narrow like that, a gun barrel or aft end of a. Uh, rocket or a missile um i don't clean it up first you know if because if that seam line is there it's a good center line for you and uh take that point take that needle you know for myself i have a nice set of dividers with a really sharp tip man and i'll i'll just make a small small mark make sure i'm centered up and then go from there with a little deeper one and then boom start drilling away I, i think i do it the dumbest way known to man 
You guys are going to throw stuff at me when I tell you how we, we can, do we it. We can do that. Now. You can do it now. Yeah, we can. <laughs> and, 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 and I'd say 99.9% of the time it works great, but it's stupid. So I would not recommend anybody doing this. So I take a brand new X-Acto blade and put it on the tip of the, wherever the gun barrel is or whatever static wick little area. And because the blade is shaped, you know, mm-hmm. triangular shaped, when I, and it's super sharp, a brand new one, a used one doesn't work all that well because it'll tend to slide, mm. but a brand new one, like wherever I put the the tip of the blade, it's not moving. And then put it in the blade and then slowly turn it, you know, in my hand and then it'll create kind of that cone. So I don't have yep. to drill right. all the yep. way down. Yeah. I just have to just a few little turns. And then you know, if I need to put a static wick in or make it look like, uh, like on the Hasegawa F-16s, that's what I do on all the little static wick tips. Just use a blade, drill, boop, a little super glue, which is stupid because don't ask me if I slipped maybe once or twice. <laughs> and where does that where's that Oopsie. blade go? <laughs> right near right your fingers. In my finger, man. Oof. And it yeah. and it's is not fun. But I, I I'm just again, that's why I'm like, I'm so stupid. I don't know why I don't just use a like how you guys are doing it. I'm well, like, I think I'm going to try the way y'all are well, doing it. No, <laughs> but it does work. The the Exacto blade does work. Uh, it. It I'm, looks good. I'm here to tell you that micro drill bits will go in your finger really easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, they'll they do the same thing. Yes, they will. It's like a little needle. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Those those micro drill bits. There's a there was one set that I had was crap. It was in the blue like long kind of thing that slides. Yeah, the open. plastic cover that slides. Oh open. man, those things wouldn't cut through paper anything. Well, mine would cut fine, but they would just snap real easy. You'd yeah. be going town, uh, you'd yeah. be drilling and like snap. You're like, oh crap. I have that gotta... I have that set. They come in like the little round little um I don't know what the company is, but uh where it has a little plastic like yep. you know oval cover that you can pull off. Those are great. I uh, those those are still super sharp and I just put them in a vise and and the only thing that that I don't have is a good micro drill bit handle. Do you guys know of a good micro drill bit handle? Because the one I have, like I have to really crank the pressure down to get it tight enough to hold on to the drill bit. So do they make a good? Uh, yeah, I have one that'll bit? hold like you know eighty thousandths and smaller. Oh uh, uh, yeah, bits. I, maybe I'll next I, time I, I, I don't know what the brand right. is, but it, okay. but it's definitely something I um. I think I you know it's nothing crazy. I think I just got it at like a Hobby Lobby or Michaels or something like that. Huh. Yeah, I'll have to show you. The one I got was from like Oom model. I'm sure they make one that holds the, yeah. uh, Yeah, it just, they're they're always, they seem to, if I, if if the, if the plastic is kind of, um, if it's dense and I'm really trying to like drill in, it'll, it'll stop because I can't, because I can't get enough pressure on the, Mm. the actual drill bit to hold it. So yeah, I just need to get a better one. The one that I have yeah. It, it just doesn't work very well. I got two of the silver ones. I think Squadron made them. You know, they got the the rotating handle yeah. 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 on the end of it. Pin vice. Yeah, and then I bought one, like I think probably 30 years ago from Micromark, and it's gold colored, and it's one of those ones where it has a little collar you can slide down and it twists. So you huh. can, you know. Okay. And that one holds them real fine. I've never had a problem with it not holding a, a small drill bit. Yeah. Cool. You know what else works good for... Uh... Gun barrels. What's that? Brass. <laughs> yeah. Master. <laughs> Master casters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> when I build my P38, I'm definitely getting a set of those for the Tamiya yeah, P38. They look, they look cool. Just yeah. So, yeah. The, the way they're sticking out so far and all that stuff, I'm like, all right, I don't want those cooling jackets and everything over the... Uh, and the way they do it is they have you put inside the nose the, the blank off plate that you put them in so when you slide them back in when you're done building, they go to the right depth uh, around see. the nose. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I wish that a company, somebody, you know how they used to have like Moss Kit had those really cool exhausts that were super thin. Yeah, yeah. They, you didn't have to paint them or nothing. Like you, you drop them in, they look like exhausts. Right. I wish somebody would do that with pitot tubes and gun barrels. Look, some burnt the, metal. Yeah, some look, burnt yeah, metal. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I would those mosquit, boy, you know, when I first discovered those, you know, digging through a box at a show, yeah. and, oh, hey, how much for these? And, oh, $15. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> they, they are were, expensive, they were pricey. man. I, I, probably have a, I probably have maybe 10 in my stash, but I don't want to use them because they're rare, Yeah, which is so stupid. I'm like- But, man, they look good. They do look- I used them on the 109K. I used the mosquit, and they are, like, paper thin. I'd love a set for, like, my- uh, Hurricane Spitfire. Oh yeah, would be ideal. <sighs> yeah, good luck finding the Spitfire ones. They are, I bet. God, yeah. they're so cool. But they. It's I've funny seen, that no one's. You say they're out of business. They don't make them anymore. I, I just haven't what? seen them like for yeah, sale anywhere. In a while eBay, either. but like pricey. Yeah, like you talk yeah. About. You find one eBay, and they are they're they're jacked. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I'm just thinking like stuff I have that I'd love, like a mosquito and 32 scale. Oh man, you know. like you said, Spitfire. Where that's they're really so prominent. Pronounced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, but the All hobby's right. dying. So well. dead yeah. hobby. Just, just stick a fork in it. It's done. Yep, we're done. <laughs> All right, so that's our tool tip of the week for this week. And moving on, we're going to go into everybody's favorite segment: mail call. Mail call. We got a couple interesting emails this week from our listeners, and one of them comes from. Rick Reinert, and he sends us an email about his take on the recent South Carolina model show. That's and right. It's I rather lengthy, and, and to save time. But it's a good email, though. It is. Like, yes. I thought it was really it good. So, Rick, thanks for writing, yes, man. Yes, it Appreciate is. Appreciate it. And, you know, some of the high points, you know, he's like, he actually enjoyed the gold, silver, bronze style of judging. And he said, you know, the style of being judged against the standard. It was the second show that he had been to that offered that style of judging, and he mentioned JaxCon that he had went to earlier this year. Now, like I said before, yeah. that's how JaxCon has done their judging. I think the last two or three JaxCons, so that's gaining some popularity. And he goes on, and one of the big things—I mean, he he listed several, some pros and cons, but one of the things that he mentioned was that it was in South Carolina in June. And <laughs> yeah. in the South in June, and they oh, didn't yeah. have, and they say did it. not have air conditioning. And I thought wow. I thought the Nats game the other night was bad. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, Woo. you know, choosing a venue is important. Yeah, the proper venue. We're gonna have AC packs con. Oh, it's gonna be ice cold. It's gonna be great. Well, we're probably not gonna need it, right? We're gonna be in the fall. Yeah, so we'll be in the fall. Be a little chill, a little chill in the air. But he goes on to say that that was one of the big things was the lack of air conditioning. Got it. And you can just imagine being in a room like that with a bunch of other people, no air conditioning. Oh, yeah. Not fun. I, were, I don't care what's you know, going on. It's just not going to be yeah, an enjoyable Yeah, it's not time. conductive for good, good yeah, fun. It might have been. I, I would be willing to, to bet that let's just say for the sake of arguing that the judging ended on time and everything ended up on time. 
there still would have been a ton of complaints because of the lack of AC. I mean, right. you're making yeah. people miserable, so you make them wait an extra five minutes. Seems like five hours. Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad that he he because he when I read his email, I it was it was very insightful, and he seemed kind of you know I I got a very genuine feel from his email, like no pros, no like right. Yeah, he place sucked or yeah, he's not right. complaining. Yeah. No, yeah, he no, wasn't not complaining. at all. He was just putting the the facts out there, right. And he wasn't yeah. saying anything bad, you know, negatively or anything. He was just saying, "Hey, these are I was there. This yeah. is what the pros and the cons of it." Because I mean, we we were, I mean, well, Darren, you weren't with us at at the Nat show there, but it was awesome. I mean, it was an absolutely fantastic show. Um, that that was a great Nats. Aside from the, the was that guy the Nuga? Who, yeah, no, Chattanooga. the uh, well, that one was awesome too. But the one in in Charleston, uh, Columbia. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Except yeah. for the guy yeah. yelling at us to not. Yeah, yeah. Get, get hey, here. get me in here. Get out of here. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe that. Really yeah, it was happened. a good Nats, man. That was a that was a good time. It was. Yeah, it was good. So yeah, I, I'm happy to. It was it was good. It was great to read the email, um, and talk to somebody who was there and get some insight and more factual base rather than, yep. you know, just opinionated, you know, have an emotion in an email, you know, yeah. it's just like, Hey, here's what, here's what I saw. This is what, you know, so hopefully, you know, lesson learned next time just fix it. And, uh, wait, stop. I uh-oh. can't believe I forgot to mention this. Uh Oh, and I want to go back. Because we're oh. talking about the South Carolina show. We've already talked about shows coming up in the future. Yeah. And I mean, the elephant in the room. I should have seen this. I should have said something. Model Fiesta. Yeah. In January. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The last in New Brothels. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Huge. And we huge. Did, we, didn't, we didn't mention that in the show thing. We and, didn't. No, that's and, my uh, fault. Sorry. And Well. It's Darren's hometown. Yeah, it that's is. right. You should be on top of that. You should be on oh, top of that. I, just, I got dinged for something not being on top of something because of i don't remember what it was yeah hobby shops in your hometown yeah Yeah. hobby shops in your hometown you go home and you're supposed to know just know give us the geeks a hobby shop report well this is a big one and i i can't (laughs) i can't believe i I missed it so uh we should all try to go oh i'm going that'd be good that'd be a good time fiesta is a good one man it was they're but they're we all remember what happened last time we were there yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The gentleman was like, and from Hollywood, Maryland, Andrew Frill, from Hollywood, Maryland, Andrew White, from Leonardtown, Scott, who are all these Maryland yeah. people? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, I, I'm from Corpus, and the South, you know, the, the San Antonio, Austin, Houston, all those shows, that was, yeah. man, that was bread and butter. That's why I, that's why I was raised on. Well, it's going to be a vacation. That's home, and yeah, uh, I, I can't wait. So, and we're coming. You guys hear that? January. Model Fiesta. The geeks are yep. coming. We're on the way. So, anyhow, that's going to be cool. So, water burger for all. Yeah. Water burger. Water burger. <laughs> Do you got and a date? A date for that? Cabana. And Mexican food. It's like the last weekend in January, I believe, because I know they were saying, well, normally it's a February show. Yeah, and they kind of backed yep. it up a, was, a weekend or two. Yeah, I, I'll look it up. But it's still, I mean, hopefully, it's not um, right. Yeah, balls. Cold like it was uh, it'll last be, year. <laughs> it'll be cold. January will be cold. Well, while Darren looks that up, we'll move on to our next email from Bob Bear, the guy who sent us an email about the Hobby Town USA in Mooresville, North Carolina. He said that uh, that so he heard that we were, some of us were in Columbia at the show the, at the Nats. He said he was there as well, and he's looking forward to meeting up with us at the Nats in Vegas. So, cool. Bob, we'll be looking for you. Looking to have a couple beers with you or something. 
Hopefully we'll have some t-shirts. Yeah. We're working on it. No promises. Soon. Hopefully. Soon. Soon, soon. They're going to be cool. And our next email comes from Kenneth Reed, and he was going through our back catalog and listening to all of our previous episodes, and he mentions that in episode 14, when I mentioned something about not being all about the printed bases because they just didn't look right. And he gives us a link to a guy's YouTube channel who does a lot of model railroading stuff, and he uses printed bases. And I got I went and checked it out, and yeah, he does. I mean, they do look really good. And so maybe I'll have to give it another try or something. The only, the up, only up your skills a little bit. Yeah, up, I got up my skills. The only printed base that <laughs> I've just seen average. that looks like really cool. It was like an A4 doing like a low-level bombing run, and so they had the blurred oh, yes, looking uh, like it was flying. Yeah, it was those very, cool. That one was cool. Blur but, bases, yeah. But like a helicopter pad or a carrier. A carrier, you could probably get away with a tarmac, you know, like at an Air Force base because they're like so pristine and they don't have any FOD or pebbles yeah. or anything. But like a flight deck. You, a, a paper printed. There's no way you're going you to. It just doesn't. It just right. doesn't yeah. look right. I've yeah. got. I've got a tarmac that's printed on cardboard, and it, it's a little cheesy looking. Hey, what about 3D printed bases? There. Well, yeah. speaking of that, there's that guy on. I can't remember what his name is, but he's on Facebook, and he's out of like out. Spain. And that guy does some amazing 3D. Oh bases. yeah. So it's Mariano or something like that, or. Is huh. it coastal display bases? No, it's a, no, no, it's a, it's another guy where he does it. It's like what he does, and he just he made a couple a long time ago, and he liked it, and he kept going. And yeah, oh, they're this is they're the guy amazing. That's doing all the carrier deck, uh, the elevator pieces, and, right? Yep. So yeah, yeah I've got a buddy crazy. of mine in Florida right now that's waiting on. I use sandpaper. Taking take for a while to get it, but when I've I, used sandpaper before. When I built my first, um, I put a, I just uh, used double sided tape put it onto some mat board and then I punched out the discs where the um, tie downs would go and uh, laid it on top of a board and painted it and just used sprue to, or not sprue, but just some styrene to make the tie downs and actually worked out, uh, worked out pretty good. But yeah, I've done that before. Bases are a trick, man. There's a few people we know like old Wachowski out there. Wachowski's the, like the master of the bases. I don't. He's missed. I mean, his bases are just as elaborate as his models. But anyway, yeah, they are. They're big. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you don't have to worry about people touching your stuff. Madam Ding, ding in your. <laughs> yeah. People don't need to be touching pedo. their stuff. Nope. So yeah, I'll definitely need to up my skills. You know, just being an average modeler. Yeah, same here. And uh, well, thanks. That's all for the email this week. Like to oh. What's up, Darren? Oh, just an update real quick. That's oh, going to be January 8th. All right. So, oh, I was way off. Yeah, January Samson. 8th at the New Braunfels uh, Civic Center. Saturday, January 8th. Yep. Be there. We're there. Or be square. So We're there. All right. Well, thank you again for writing in and dropping us a line on Facebook or our email. And if you have any show suggestions or just want to say you're tuning in, feel free to toss us a message at contact at modelgeekspodcast.com, or you can post on our Facebook page. All right, and moving on, we're getting to the topic of why we're all here, and that is, is the hobby dying? You know, you you hear it mentioned I, all over the place. I hear taps what over hobby? the hill. <laughs> I hear what taps, hobby? I hear taps being played. <laughs> I hear it from across the green knoll. 
you know, if people are just, oh, the hobby is dying, then the hobby, well, how can the hobby be dying when we have all these cool kits coming out? I think they're having a big uh, funeral for the hobby out in Las Vegas. Is that what it is? At the end of August, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be like... It's going to be a wake, big wake. There's like three people going to show up because nobody knows about this hobby anymore. Yeah, with the 3,500 plus kits that they're anticipating on the tables. uh, It's... it's, And not uh, to mention all the aftermarket stuff that's going to be there, the new different methods of producing. And there's no decals. You can't find decal sheets for anything. There's no aftermarket. No. Yeah. I mean, you know, no tools, supplies. Good luck trying to find cool decals for your new model just came yeah, out. Like, like, for, the streets. like the F4, the new yeah. Tamiya F4 that just came out. There's or, or reaching out to places like Flying Leathernecks for new centerline yeah. pylons or, you know, new 3D <laughs> resin printed. You know, where do you think that, and you know, where do you think that comes from? Is it is, you know, it, is it is it people just saying like because a hobby shop may close down, yeah, that the hobby's yeah. dying? I think part of that, and if you go to a show, look at the demographic that yeah. goes to the show. You're not seeing a whole lot of younger guys. The guys That's who are true. usually there are your older, middle aged guys who have already you know settled down, gotten married, you know, started a career, and you're kind of just. I don't say you're on cruise control, but you're you know you're you're in, you you have the disposable income for a hobby, you know, and so you're not out there whore chasing and going to clubs and everything. I think it's I think it's <laughs> the video game. It's I think it's, I think too. it's I think it's the the digital age of video game because I didn't have video games when I was a kid. I didn't even have cable. I had three channels yeah. with a click TV. Yep, that's what we had. And I was told get your ass outside and go play. Yep, you know, and so. I built models and I played outside and hung with my friends and I didn't have a phone. Hell, I, think, I, you know. I built models and my brother blew them up with firecrackers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think we, we look at it from our perspective as airplane models right here. Uh, the Gundam thing is huge. And That's it's right. Huge. Um, the the different shops that, that we do have near us. Um, uh, TJ again on Triple P. He's up toward uh, Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. Hobby Works. Okay, you know, they're yep. they're still there. We, we hit yeah. them up now and again when we yep. were out there at Fredericksburg for the show. Um, I, I want to say that he mentioned that he was in the shop uh, recently up toward Bethesda. There's another one up in Rockville, and uh, he we went should in, go and, check and, these and out. The Gundam pl- area, the Gundam aisle was was stacked, and the 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 guys are selling those things. You know, so who are they selling them to, man? You know, so you talk about the video games things. Like, I think you know younger people. Whether they be teenagers or, or you know middle school age kids, they see stuff like that, and they you know and they think that's cool. You know yeah. that Bandai yeah. kit that you got there for the Musaru. Uh, yeah, video games aside, you know, uh, is that stuff video game related? I, I, I'm gonna say that there's probably it could be. I mean, is this that's a again? Excuse my ignorance. I'm not a uh, Gundam. Um, I know this. Oh, they, they come out of You're what? not a Gundam a, a show. I'm not a guru. I think no, it's I, a uh, Japanese anime show right. where it all started so, from. Exactly. So the Japanese anime has a huge following in the you know, in the U.S. among young people. Oh, worldwide, too. And, and worldwide. Oh, right. Yeah. But, you know, and, and I'm, again, I'm just speaking to us here in the, in, in, in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, us old curmudgeons who build tanks, airplanes, and ships from world, world wars. Uh, you know, our perspective when a shop closes is that, yeah, okay, the, the hobby's dying. Uh, but on the flip side of that is, is this stuff right here that's coming out. And, uh, you know, in the, the machine uh, 
Krieger yeah. stuff that um you know Justin uh, buddy Justin there he's a fan of those. Um, I personally can't get into them because my reasoning for building is is outside yeah. of that realm. Yeah. I'm, I'm a history geek, so that's where I'm a history and airplane geek. So that's what motivates me. But someone who's a fan of Bandai, you know, uh, or of Gundam rather. Or anime that those are the kids they're going to be yeah. grabbing. They're not going to be grabbing the F fours off the shelf. Well, yeah. remember at the Richmond show, I forgot what year it was, but we kind of saw that firsthand when those guys showed up with all those Gundam Two models. Years ago, yeah, it was and the last one. It was last one. They had to break out like was what six tables. Yep. I mean, oh, yeah. they had six tables worth of these yep. Gundam models. That you know, they were that. nice. They, I mean, they were they were nicely done too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny. I, I just had this uh, this conversation with Gordon Guan. From Sprue Brothers, really? we, we were talking about. Is he, just, are they selling Gundam stuff? Uh, on I have Sprue to Brothers? look on their site. I'm not real sure if if they are not, but you know, we we got into the discussion of is the hobby dying? And, right. and, yeah. And no, it's not. It's actually thriving. And if if you know, I, I I'll talk to him and see if I can't get some numbers from him. But just what we were talking, or I can put his numbers out there. But the stuff that we were yeah, talking about yeah. was like, no, it's thriving. And yeah, and I think COVID probably had. Yeah, something to do with years. that, obviously. Yeah, that was a that but, that was huge. And and he had a very interesting take on it. Is the hobby dying? No. Is military modeling dying? Yes. Yeah, it's a you. change. It's a change in generation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of the analogy I used was, uh, car car guys that you know motorheads. Yeah. It used to be in our time we looked at the sixty seven Camaros and this yeah, and that. Yeah. And now it's not. It's moved over to the Hondas and the Hyundai's and the Subarus and yeah. you know, is are fast cars dying? No. It's just a shift from yeah. from one to the other. And so it is the military modeling dying? I think we would say yes to a certain extent. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, though. Have you older. seen the new kits that are coming yeah. out? How's well, it dying? No. Well, all right, so maybe dying's the wrong word. Is it? It's, it's shift. It's changing. Shifting. I think changing yeah. is a better word than yes. dying. Changing. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because you still have, to me, a coming out with kits that all of us are just like, I just, we just can't well, wait for the next one. Well, we're know? in our mid-50s, too, so we still hopefully got another 40 years left you know, to to move on 30, 40 years. If I can but, see. But <laughs> yeah. let, let's, let's, what happens is we progress through those years. If we don't start bringing some of the younger generation yeah. and, and getting them involved in the military modeling, yeah. it well, could eventually. Yeah. Well, just, Im- just, yeah. So, just uh, imagine modelers in the 40s and 50s and the kiss that they had, the old Aurora oh, yeah. model oh, kits man. and everything that had the the decal markings were raised up on the, yeah. the wings on the and everything. Plastic compared yeah. to what we have now yeah. as model kits, their minds would be blown. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was watching uh, Andy's hobby headquarters. He just bought this huge car collection. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, Lucas C is an, another one of Andy's uh, buddies there, and they, they've been going through this car collection. And some of the stuff they have in there is just, I'm like, I. There's nothing to them. It's just like you know, uh, 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 some tires, the chassis, a body with some clear in it. <laughs> well, one of them was a it's wood a, body. You had to carve yourself. Wood. That's right. The old mon- <laughs> yeah, I think it was no monogram. Kidding. Yeah, you had to. Carve well, the it. old monogram kits were like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah monogram, so I you mean, had to carve the, wow. yeah, you had to carve it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a soapbox derby car. <laughs> well, yeah. I remember my cousin. You know, about the same age when I would play with my dad's rockets that I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> uh, my cousin built model cars. And so I would sneak into his um uh, Ken if you're hearing this I'm, I'm sorry but when I was <laughs> when I was little I would sneak into his room and I would go through his 
you know, I'm, I'm a little kid, man. And I'd go through, I'd find where he kept his plastic model kits and I'd like tinker with them and play with them and look at them. Not the, not the built, you know, the unbuilt stuff. And he liked all parts and stuff. Oh man. Yeah. I, I always used to, my mom, I don't, she never, cause she would have let me have it if she would have caught me. But yeah, I, I was just always interested in models, you know? It, yeah, I was too. Funny. I mean, growing up, my, like I said, my dad built models. And he did just pretty much up until recently when he kind of geared more towards the big scale RC stuff. Yeah. And he told me, hey, man, come here and, you know, what stash he had left. And so I got his kits. And that's how he started was doing model cars and everything when he was a kid. And then it just went on from there to, to airplanes. And, you know, as me growing up, I always liked airplanes and I got into it. And Well, I think, like you said, Darren, it's, uh, you know, dying versus changing. Yeah. And we all can agree that. The internet changed the hobby world. Absolutely. You know, now that, yeah. as far as um, brick and mortar shows, or brook and whatever you go, brick. notes and newts, brick. newts brick. and nose, right? <laughs> Sorry. The brick and mortar hobby shops are definitely going away. I mean, we can they all are. list a ton. I can, I can list more that have closed than ones. That, I only know of one that's opened. <laughs> that's yeah. Lionheart. Yeah. Um, and which, you know, again, I, we've plugged it before, but... But Rudy has the right um, business model. He really understands the what needs to go into the shop and the quality of stuff that he and he's already outgrowing his shop. He needs. Yeah. He was like when I talked to him when I was down in Texas. He's like he's like COVID has it has absolutely blown up. And I think we've also talked to George at Tamia that has said like they can't keep their stuff in stock right because COVID just like brought people back to the hobby and a lot of new people back to the hobby. So. I think that I think the it's changing, right? But I don't think it's I don't think as a whole the hobby is not dying. Like I think at two, all. the quality of kits are getting oh. easier to build because before, like when you're trying to build, you know, like an old testers kit from the '80s, you know, it really wasn't exactly a shake and bake kind of kit. And I think a lot of people were pressed for time and only get like maybe 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half here and there. They kind of want something they can kind of get together kind of quick. Yeah. yeah, to be able to fit their schedule and to put on the, you know, on their shelf or whatever, and that's where they, you know, well, like, and, yeah. and, you know, the younger people these days, uh, listen to me, I sound like an old fart. <laughs> well, well, you are an old fart. <laughs> younger people, they, you know, they want something that's quick. You know, no right. matter what it is, you know, you, you gotta what, uh, you know, TikTok videos. You know, they they want the TikTok video version of uh of whatever to build. Right. You know, they want to bang it out quick. And get the result. Yeah. Sure, model build on a quick. Know. Ain't no shortcuts. Ain't no shortcuts. That's why yeah. people. That's why some folks. Well, some these, got, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The, these Bandai kits, though, are yeah. perfect. And the and the the Tamiya stuff. Yeah, stuff that goes together, fits nicely, and is enjoyable uh, experience equals that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I mean, I, mean, I got an old Airfix B29 kit. You want to talk about enjoyable? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> or the, or, well, but here's yeah. but sometimes they Not. get sometimes they they have a, a swing and a miss yeah and a big strikeout like the the tornado oh I mean, that's yeah just, there you that's go. a that's a huge swing and a miss yeah you know, you're like what are you guys thinking like that's not a fun come on, kid you know no kidding yeah well, but, i, I think, would never tackle that because you nope, know i'm, I'm selling mine i'm saying hey i'm, I'm gonna put it out there if anybody wants that that I did tornado desert babe I'm I'm selling it. I'm not going to build it. Uh, I'll never. just come over if I want to look at one. I'll come admire Whitey's. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take pictures of it. Whitey's well, doing good. You have it hasn't have, hit a wall yet, and I'll pass it off as mine. Yeah, this is my tornado. Speaking I of built. hitting a wall, 
So, hey, Dirks, hey, nice job with your F-84. He was building an F-84, Ooh. and uh, Chris Dirks was, was building that F-84. Did you guys see pictures of his F-84? It was looking no. nice. Uh-uh. But he was having problems with something. I can't well, remember, decals or yeah, markings so, or something, and the, the old pellet gun. Oh, really? He, he pellet gun that well, thing, man. He's like, here's <laughs> here's here's what I feel about the mojo. And then he sent me a video. Well, I didn't see that. Here's the thing with that. That's his older one, because he sent me a picture. Yeah, I got the same video. Yeah. And he, I was like, man, I was like, what happened, you know? And he's like, oh, no, it's just my old one. He's like, I have no use for it anymore. So, <laughs> funny. Uh, okay. and so I mean, that's different. I threw a buy old kits. I you know the ones that completely suck and they look horrible. Yeah, those have gone to file thirteen. And he's <laughs> done a good job on that F eighty four real quick, you know, and just cool. I thought face. it was his new one. I'm like, no. dude, what'd you do to it? <laughs> I thought it was too. It was like, oh. oh man, what happened? Yeah. Since we're on the subject of Chris, I didn't want to answer a question. He actually hit. A question up the other day about do I have as much time in this F four build as I did the the F five, and uh, I'm assuming Chris, you're talking about the RF five and uh, which is sitting on the shelf of doom now for almost a year. <laughs> it's yeah. Been yeah, you need to finish that. Um, no, I've got a lot more time in the F four than I do the RF five. It's just because uh, it's much more fun to build. Yeah, you know, I want to spend more time on it. I want to try and do things a little bit better. So yeah, uh, but anyhow, that answers that question. Sorry, yeah. but. You know, and you know too. Like, if you go back to shows, you know, look at like I said, the demographic. Look at the people who go to these, you know, the model shows. You really don't see a whole lot of younger guys in the crowd. You don't. No, and I wish we did. I wish we had oh, more yeah, young people definitely. there. I would too, because that's the only way our hobby is going to continue to to, yep. to grow. You know, and to continue to move on. There was yes. a there was a kid in Texas. I, I can't remember his last name, but his first name was Zach, and he was a young kid. He was like. 10 or 11 and we were talking about like he came up to me one day and we were talking about my model i think it was my f-16 he, he loves X, f-16 so he's just like wow that's awesome so i was talking to this little kid about how to build stuff and then fast forward maybe four or five years wow i mean he his what he was producing was unbelievable and i just that's the only kid that i've ever seen that was into it kind of like we are you know like really wanting to get better. And most guys that I talk to, they're like, how did you do that? And I'm like, oh, well, I did this and I did that and I did this. And then I waited on this and I let this dry and then I did that. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Uh, too much. Uh, bye. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what, too? Not quick I'm enough. going to buy me a yeah. Franklin diecast mint. Well, so that's they're cool. Go ahead. Trill, but well, I want to comment on this. One okay. Well, just, just real quick, you know, you know, it's kind of on us as well to bring in the younger generation yes. into this hobby because, so now you get a kid who wants to build a model. What do nine times, uh, 95% of people do? They go, they grab a piece of shit kit that they've got for 40 <laughs> years in their stash, and they give it to this yeah. kid. There you go, build the yep. rickshaw. You know? Yeah, build the rickshaw. Right. And so he's not having an enjoyable experience. And so then yeah. what does he do? He's like, well, screw this. I don't want to do this. And then he doesn't get into the hobby. Right. And so if you're going to bring somebody in, you know, those Airfix 72 scale kits are nice. A tam- any Tamiya kit. Yeah, the newer yeah, ones. The newer ones. The, the newer yeah, ones. correct me. Yes, the the newer ones are nice. Yeah. Even any Tamiya kit, 72 scale or 48 scale, is going to be a, a nice build. You're going to get a yep. a decent effort. You know, you're going to get a, de- a decent result for your effort. And but, so it's on us to kind of bring these guys along with the, the new okay, stuff that's out. My question there is the how, because here we are, we're sitting here. You know, I got a 28-year-old son, so... <laughs> 
why you know he grew up through the 90s with me in the house my shop you know the access to hey you know and when he was really younger would would piddle around with old, with, with kits uh, i almost said old kits but you know it would usually be something that would run up to uh, John's down in Pensacola and, and grab something off the shelf. Uh, one of the newer, like you said, Airfix or maybe a monogram. Some of those older monogram 72 right, yeah. kits are great to start with too. And, um, you know, it, he would slap a few together, but the bug never got, he never, he got, never got bit by bit. the bug. Yeah. Um, and so here was a kid growing up with me with models all over the place. He used to come to the meetings and the shows and things like that when he was younger. Uh, but then, you know, I, I, you can blame video games. I think, I think, you know, that, that era, that late nineties into the early two thousands, man, video games changed dramatically. Mm-hmm. And for him, it was just like, whoa, this, this is way cooler to sit here and, and, and fly an F 18 on the screen versus building the thing over here on the table. And I always, whenever someone says, oh, you know, it's incumbent upon us to bring, you know, young people in, I'm like, well, I've, Certainly failed in that regard. Apparently. Well, no, I'm not because, saying really so much that, but yeah. if someone's showing the interest, oh, I want to get into building. You know, yeah. how'd you do that? How'd yeah. you do this? Well, yeah, you know, he's a car guy and stuff like that. Right, so car yeah. models, he, he, you know, uh, you know, he likes the uh, the imports. He's an imports guy, but then he's also, you know, the, the Viper has always been his favorite thing. So I think he may have built one model of a Viper once when he was younger, but you know, it didn't and he survive. just went and bought the real thing. So he's like, "What do I need a model for when I got the there real go. thing sitting in no. my car in the garage? <laughs> why do I want a model yeah. when I can go out here?" And- <laughs> but but why do I? Th- I think that it's like nobody. Well, I take that back. I mean, my dad like introduced me, but yeah, but he I, he didn't have to do anything to me. I just thought it was really cool. You know, yeah, and that's and what I, I still mean. do. <laughs> Yeah, you got bit by the bug. I did. I got bit by the see the because it was a cool factor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's and then what the, does the, it. The, I think the cool factor in the more recent demographic then was the, the something like a video game or something. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, less tangible. I, I don't know. It's, yeah. I, I don't know why. Like you know, it 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 obviously comes down to the individual. But there's no way. Like I know IPMS's message was always you know oh bringing more people in into the hobby. And you can introduce someone to it, but you're not going to make them a modeler. Yeah. Right. And that's what I was trying to get at is like someone's got genuine interest and really wants yeah. to get into the hobby, then start them out right. You know, that's right. Give them something decent to begin with. And they're going to want to stay in that. And then they'll sharpen their skills and then they'll on their own. Oh, well, let me go get this old POS kit from the seventies. <laughs> that I want to yeah. do something with, yeah. you know? Yeah. For real, you're, you so, were right though. Like for example, when, when we would have our club, our Christmas, you know, Dirty Santa, and guys are donating, like, these absolute horrific crap kits. Yeah. You know, it's like, no. I, yeah. I always try to donate a, a good kit for my and, – and, like, there was a one Christmas party where the one poor little guy, like, he had his eyes all – he's all excited. And then I won't say the person – that um took it from him. <laughs> I he started crying. Yeah, the kid was yeah. like crying. You hey, know? It's like, dirty Santa. That's some rules, pal. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> get some tough get, skin. Well, get life. Get get used to life, huh? It sucks sometimes, but um. Anyway, dad can go buy you a new one. But yeah, it's just I agree. Like, give a kid a brand new. Now, I think I'm probably a horrible person. Like, if a kid was like, "Oh, I want to be able to build a model. Can you help me?" I'm probably the last person that that kid wants to listen to because I'm going to be like. You know, I it's I have to take a step back and say, just build it. Don't worry about seams That's and right. paint it with yeah. a, your white handled black bristled testers brush with little square bottles because that's what I did. You know. So, 
that that right. that segues me back to what I wanted to comment on a while ago. First, let's talk about the numbers. Yeah, numbers is a hobby dying, according yeah. to what I found online. Yeah, we're somewhere around four thousand to four thousand forty two hundred IPMS members. Okay. This was last year's number. Wait a minute. It's got to be way you, more than you that. You said 4,000 to 40,000? That 40, is what I'm looking at. No, no 4,000 to 4,020, somewhere in there. There's way more okay. than 4,000 IPMS so, members. Uh, this, was, this, was an art, this was a post from, from last year. But I've heard that from other folks as well. That's it? There's yes. only 4,000 IPMS I, I've, members? I've heard that in Well, the probably past, IPMS so registered, because registered. How many people yeah. don't want to belong to IPMS? So, but then you look at something like, let's just go with my group, the Grumpy Old Scale Model. Yeah. I'm approaching 27,500 members within that group. I See, think I think that's a more accurate okay. way to look at the hobby or something yes, like that. exactly. Yeah. You know, so, I, again, not everyone's an IPMS member. Exactly. Or their yeah. membership may have lapsed. Because how many IPMS you know. members do we have in our club? Not very many. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, would, I think that. I don't even know. know. But probably less maybe than us. Yeah, 10, 12, <laughs> 10. I think, maybe. Yeah. And that's because, so, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm a member because I go to the Nats. Yeah, 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 and and I yeah. like to get in contests. I think most of yeah, it's just yeah. going to be your contest folks that you're going to mm-hmm. find over the yeah. IPMS. Yeah, yeah. So let's look at those numbers. Let's go into Grumpy. When I originally set that up, that was my main question: is the hobby dying? That's why I put it out there to find other folks out there outside of here and see who all was interested. Why well, my eyes were opened up wide when I saw it start growing the way it did, uh, and I intentionally kept that group geared towards the new newer or Average, <laughs> average builders, you know, and yeah, and you, you got to have a place. I've, I've seen so much going back and forth about people and their goddamn comments about <laughs> constructive criticism. Okay, there are certain groups out there where, I, and I'm a member of them. I want to go in there. I want to be told what I'm doing wrong. I got yeah. called out on the uh, F4. And yeah. What I did, I yeah, you my did. my big boy pants. I went and I fixed it. That's They're right. Yeah, you did. Hash- yeah. Hashtag fix that shit. I fixed it. Didn't yeah, you did. <laughs> but there, you know, over where I'm at, I want people to be able to come in and, like you said, advanced modelers be able to sit back and say, don't worry about scenes. Yeah. Don't worry about this. And oh, by yeah, the way. Don't crush the kid. Be like, you dumbass. You, know, you didn't fill that top scene. What the hell's wrong yeah, with you? <laughs> it, it looks it looks good. Poor and I, I see where you're going with that. But next time, try and do this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, you know. And two, I wonder how much is it people are trying to do too much at once. If your skills aren't there and you're like, oh, I, I'm going to do this. I am. And you don't do it. <laughs> All the time trying to do too much. Once. And then it doesn't come out the way you're expecting yeah. it to. And you're like, I'll oh, screw this. I'm done. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's that's your own personal, like that's who you are as a person, right? If you're just, a, if you're a quitter, then then maybe you know, you're used to participation trophies, which everybody sitting at this table, I never got a participation no. trophy. Nope. I never even hardly even got a trophy. They're like, you came in third, but we're only given first. So when I played little league, suck it up, Buttercup. The only ones who got a trophy are like the top two, three players on the team. That's it. Everybody else, you sat there and you di- watched them. It's just a different world, you yeah. know. Get but, better. Uh, like when I, we all talk <laughs> yeah. about it, right. The first show that I went to, I was like, wow, my stuff sucks. Yep. And I went and asked people, how do you do this? How do you do that? And then I got, but I wanted to get better. Yeah. yeah. Some people are like, see memes, you had whatever. People that, that told you though. Right? They did, and, but I asked. encouraged you. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of where I was going with my, my comment was, is we need more encouragement with the kids that are trying yeah. to do this stuff. Because, you know, building uh, any, any aircraft it is difficult. Yep. It, it just is by, by nature. 
Goodness. But people are getting lazier, man. So the new generation, right? I'm sorry. Tammy F four bills. Right. right? I know, so right? Lazy. They're, they're lazy. <laughs> they right? make us, they make us average modelers look now, good though. Now the problem with me now is now I'm like any like I don't want to go build a monogram kit now. You know, granted, some of the older monogram kits go together pretty well. And but you know what? Those are some of my favorite kits. Yeah, that. but that, to me, F4 will spoil the shit out of you. You will be <laughs> like, oh, no. Okay, I'm just going to build another one. Okay, I'll, I'll build the Tomcat. Yeah, we'll change it up a bit. Or the F16. I'm, I'm ready to pop out the uh, P38 <laughs> now, man. Or the P38, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm doing that one next. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and you know I, that's why I sold so many of those kits because I'm like, yeah. why am I going to beat my head up? And you know what? I feel like an idiot for doing it because the first time I did it, I ended up buying them all back. It's like way <laughs> oh, more your A4s. than my A4s. I had <laughs> I had all of those Hasegawa yeah. A4 limited edition kits. Hey, you don't and, sell those. And I sold those because I'm an idiot, and I've slowly been buying them back. You know, at twice what you at twice <laughs> what I originally paid for it. But um, yeah, I I think that you know. The the whole trying to bring people in new kids into the hobby that's a tough one you know because yeah. like Whitey I mean I, I don't know if, how you do it I know because <laughs> Devin if if Devin wasn't gonna you know um if if he had the opportunity it was definitely there and he's yeah. like Dad yeah hey sorry I, I'm going to hang out I'm I, I'm gonna go drive my car or I'm doing this I don't I don't feel like I don't feel yeah. like working on a model I, I think it's exposure. Is what it is. That's what's going to bring them in is exposure. And, you know, Whitey and I talked about uh, when we were down at the Military Aviation Museum about a possible show down there in core, in conjunction with one of their air shows. Not a contest. Yeah, just a, like a display or whatever. A display, yeah, just, a, display. you know, at the county fair here like we do. Uh, you know, we have the display. I forgot that about do. that. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. talked about it in the last meeting. Yeah. Possibly doing it again, but I think it's exposure. How did that actually work when we did? Because I didn't, I, for some reason, I couldn't participate in the county fair. What did people say? What was the what well, we was had people stopping by there all the time? Yeah, really. So, oh yeah, because people run. You know, they're flown through those halls, display halls. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just us. There was other. You know, there's the ladies across here with the quilts, or the, yeah, you know, guys over here that are yeah. making birdhouses, and you know, and then and there the was bees. us. You know, and um. Yeah, you just had a steady flow of people, and a lot of people would stop and be like, "Oh, what's this?" You know, and of course, really, yeah, with packs here. You know, the air station, yeah, you know, yeah. again, a lot of us being aircraft models, they see that, oh, you guys from Pax River is the first, like, you know, they're thinking it's like a base. Uh, yeah. It's not related okay. to the, you know, like, no, we're a model club. And, you know, we have our banner out there and everything like that. So, you know, right here, look, we're a model club here in town. Oh, okay, cool. And then let them know where we, yep. where we set up and meet at cool. and all that kind of stuff. And Yes. Um, so I think the stuff like that is exposure to, to the kids. And, and what better place to expose... If you have kids that are coming to a World War II air show, aircraft air show, you already know they're interested in aircraft, in World War II aircraft. Uh, yeah, Darren. Pretty much, yeah. That, the whole exposure thing, I, I think back to my days at the CAF, yeah, I mean, where when I would go into, they had their little museum, and yep. they had their the big, all the kits built up. Man, I was just like, oh, I, won't, God, I wish, because I didn't know how to build that. You know, I'm just little, but I thought it was the coolest thing ever, and- I'm like, when I get old enough, I want to learn how to do that, you know? Why do the Blue Angels, so why does the Navy spend so much money for the Blue Angels yeah. to fly at air shows? Because they've got an audience there that's already, and it increases yeah, their recruit, exposure. I'm with you. Yeah. So. It's a combination of things, but I think to say the hobby is dying is the wrong verbiage. I think yep. it's it's changing. That's, yeah. the, that's the right thing mm -hmm. to say. Yeah, it's, it's, 
It's just changing. It's shifting gears. Because, I mean, look at the online stuff. Like, you can't tell me that companies like Sprue Brothers or name another company that they're they're losing business. That's if the if the hobby's dying, then why are new kits coming out? Why are yeah. comp- new companies sprouting up on internet sales? Heck, even new brick and mortar stores. I think the key though, because we've talked to I've talked to the folks you know that are the owners of the stores, and they all said the same thing. Hey, we're here because our overhead is low. Yeah. So it's the places that have the low overhead that just, you know, that's that, those are the guys that are thriving. I, I kind of feel like there's going to be a shift, you know, from, you, you know, you, we know we can get online and order whatever we want at the at the stroke of a key here, but nothing compares to, you know, us walking into a shop and spending hours yeah. walking around. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, for every shop that we talk about that, you know, dies, I think, I think we're going to see a shift that, uh, coming in a few years where, you know, guys like us probably, you know, our demographic are going to go, you know what? I'm going to open a small shop, man. Yep. You know, because, and again, you maybe got to do your market research and all that stuff and find out, you know, where and, and again, keep your overhead low and all that kind of stuff. But people are going to start missing hobby shops. Yep. And, um, yeah, I I don't know. I I just kind of feel like there'll be, New shops opening. I mean, you say you one buddy down there with Lion. You know, boom. You know how many how many new shops have cropped up in the last few years? Very few, if any. And uh, you know, but then all of a sudden, boom, you have this guy who's being apparently pretty successful. Yeah, it's and it's because I mean he's got the reputation, and and I'm telling you, it's a small shop, but it's a good one. It's quality stuff. And yeah. so, like, if if I lived there, I would drive several hours out of the way. To just to go there because he's got he's just got a good business model he understands you know and you get some hobby shops are like for example when Hobby Lobby quit carrying that bulk of Tamiya stuff I'm like why why would you do that like I loved going into Hobby Lobby and having I mean I they had F16s they had they, yeah. they had the big 30 second scale stuff they had 48 scale they had 10, they had armor and now they just have like a Air little fix and some uh, Ravel yeah Ravel Jun- or yeah. Ravel I just don't. don't Ours here locally doesn't carry much of anything. Uh, I think even Michael's might have more of a selection. They carry a bunch of (laughs) poo-poo. You know, they do. I just, I mean, it just it's not very good selection. I agree with Whitey, though. I like, you know, I remember, you know, walking into a hobby shop and seeing the models hanging from the ceilings. Yeah, And I remember going back, you know, we moved to Jacksonville in 1979. And I can remember my dad taking me into Hobby World down there on Blanding. Goodness gracious. And Ken Bilal, Admiral Bilal, is a good friend of mine, and he's the one that built that huge F-14 diorama. Yep. That sit right by the door. Right. And to this day, that's 1979. That thing still sat with me. You know what I mean? That yep. image was oh, still. Oh, yeah, man. I'd go in there and just stare for, like, it seemed like hours just at that <laughs> thing because the way he had it and all the different F-14s that he had on it. And then every other, you know, there's other people's builds in there. And I just, like, man. That, I, was, that was the first, the first. The first kits I ever saw with removable four flight tags on them. Yeah. Was that that, that diorama. It just looks so freaking cool. I never then, seen anything like that in miniature. It was just great. And you know, I would say at least, you know, almost a a half of that place was dedicated to trains and they had two huge train layouts there too. And the train stuff was kinda interesting. I just never got into the uh the train biz, the train market. They had a pretty big R C yeah, market there too. Yeah, in R C. Yep. And but they always had decent plastic. 
And I can remember when I did my chores, you know, got a little bit of money. I always bugged my dad. Dad, can we go to Hobby World? Can we go to Hobby World? <laughs> you I, know, and I think most of the, the shop, you know, going back to the shops closing, a lot of it's not, I mean, I'm sure sales is some, some has definitely something to do with it, but a lot of the shop owners are just up there in age. Yeah. A lot of the shops yep. you hear about yeah. closing are, oh, that place has been there for 50 years. Well, then, man, that. Whoever is owning and running that place, they're old people, man. Well, that's Denny, what happened. You know, with it's time for them to retire and, and move on. And, and unless someone's willing to come in and buy up the shop and, and do it, or or they, you know, God rest their soul, they die. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that, you know, I, I, again, I'm sure sales, you know, I'm not, I'm not naive to that. Yeah, sales has definitely something to do with it or has in the last, you know, call it 10, 15 years. Um but more recently here, I think a lot of the shops that you hear of going away are, are going away because people are moving on with life, you know? Yeah. But I was, I mean, Piper, Piper closed because Bill passed away yeah. and Donna didn't want to have anything to do with it. So she sold everything and that yep. was it. I know that the folks that work there for free said, we'll continue to work for free and we'll run everything for you just so we could have the shop. Yeah. And she's like, I want nothing to do with it. That was Bill's deal. I'm yeah. out. And sure. that was it. And then we're all like w- crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, it was worth the trek up there. Oh, it was a blast. We go we go up there, we go to the shop for a couple of hours. Oh, yeah. We go to McDonald's. It was just it was we had our routine. You yeah, know? it was like a it was day. Good. We made a day of it. It was kind of yeah, cool. We looked forward awesome. to it. Like, oh, we're going to Piper this weekend on Saturday. Yep. So, you know. Yep. It was a good it time. It was good. You know, we you're, you're talking about we somebody said earlier that uh Model building was a uh, individual, uh, solitary, so, a sol- solitary, I mean, atti- sedentary, solitary. Well, that too, <laughs> that, <laughs> that too. But uh, I'm picking up a big social part of this as well. That's Annette and I were talking about it yesterday, and I would like to see a shop where the shop is social. You know, people hanging out. I, that's Coming what, a cup of coffee. Well, I, that's what I would want. If I owned a shop, that I would have right. a whole section in the back where people could just come in and build. Yeah, that yeah, would be that would Anytime. be my dream shop right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like the old yeah, hobby, the, like the auto yeah. hobby shop on base. Just leave your tools here and kiss here. Yep. Just come in wherever yep. you want to work yep. on it. Sit back there. Absolutely. You know. Yep. Uh, yeah, man. Man, that would be. That would be. We should just try to make that happen. I'd, have a, I'd have a bar in the back too. <laughs> well, it's like what that. I'm talking about. Well, look at the place where we have our that's club meetings now at that game yep. that that game store. I mean, that's what they do. They have that area that we use when yep. they're not using it for their war gaming miniatures. That's what they're doing back there, and yep. they have people come in and you know they play their warhammer. I think and she's stuff. fixing to put an eatery in back there. And yeah, have she a, is. A, a liquor yeah. license I hope she's and fixing everything to else. put in some to me and Gunsy products in there. That's what I hope she's We're trying to steer in that direction. <laughs> What is what are her thoughts? Is she, she was like she didn't know that she stuff was had out no there. idea this that again. God's you know, so ta- the creek talking about the hobby dying. You know, yeah. our, our topic of the day here. When we when they, I don't I don't, I don't know. It was Tim, our president, or whoever approached her about using their space yeah. as a meeting area. She was she was clueless to the fact that yep that, yep. that, that, uh, that there was a club here really and as big as it was, and that I can't, I can't believe that she'd had no clue about the hobby being yeah that she's yeah. running a game store that carries a line of paints you know the citadel stuff sure and the uh war war, war hammer, hammer. War, yeah. you know so yeah. I, I i can't believe that she was naive to the fact that there's model kit you know a model building hobby but she had no idea that it was this big yeah. in this area yeah. huh. and so that's where she's going huh yeah maybe if i did have a rack of tamia paints over here that they would move or a rack of mr hobby uh you know products 
and some uh, decent or some Tamir and Hasegauer yeah kits you know yeah. stacked up yeah absolutely the stuff's gonna move you know yeah I know I know four of us that would be there a lot and yeah. then she sees us sitting around there thirty guys the other night like yeah, you we're think. not gonna get up there on our break and go blow money yeah hello. You know, and that's <laughs> usually usually thirty thirty folks sitting there. That, I think that's just tip of the iceberg for the area. There, uh, there's other builders yeah, out yeah. there that are. I, I go through Hobby Lobby with all their poop because that's what they have on the shelf, and I still see people in there every yeah. time I go through there. There's three or four people in, in the yeah in the aisle. I was just in there last night. You know, so there there the model builders are out there. Yeah, and that's Bobby's I think, dying. I think yeah, it's if di- you it's, build it, they will come. I think it's people are looking for an alternative to um, sitting there on your couch and binge watching a show, or sitting yeah. there on your couch and 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 wearing your thumbs out on a controller. Um, I don't know me personally. The video games just never clicked with me. I, I never, mean, again, I'm not a know, video my, gamer my, at my all. My son, nope. he, he PlayStation, Xbox, the whole thing, and I'd sit and play with them when when he was younger, when they were first coming out. And I think just from getting my butt kicked by him, I was just kind of lost interest. Or it just became, <laughs> just to me, it was like, all right, man, this is <laughs> just trying to keep up with them because they advanced so quickly uh, that I just, it, it it just never was anything that got, um, you know, I'm a, and I'm a sports fan, but I couldn't sit and play um, NHL or NBA, uh, you know, NFL, you know, a video game of it. I'm going to, I'll watch a game all day long, but uh to play to play them just never it just never clicked with me and I you can say the same thing about the hobby you know it's either going to click with someone or it's not I mean I'm so OCD but ADD HDAD VCD whatever the hell you want to whatever I am but I can't I can't hold my attention for a video game for about five minutes I'm like well this is kind of okay I'm done yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I, but I can sit at a model table for hours yeah. and I'm completely engrossed and just all in and i it's just it's part of just your makeup and who you are as a person but for some reason the the, the video games I, there's no result there's nothing tangible that i can see when i'm done it's just like a high school you know <laughs> i don't know i you just know, you, i was you win the prize of the uh, i was also uh, never allowed to have video games in the house so that's that might have something man. but my dad would give me a would you grow up in auschwitz <laughs> my dad man. there were no video games man there are no video games I mean uh, we didn't have a cable oh man I had you like were, you are not gonna sit there and watch TV all ABC day, CBS man, and it's like, like go outside and play okay when I lived with my grandparents weekends we didn't we weren't laying around watching TV on Saturday morning when I mean, we were out there we were working yeah <laughs> doing some manual labor but he but if I I'm like hey dad I'm working on a model oh okay and he would like leave me alone, and he'd be like, "Yeah, how's it coming? Now let me see it." And he, you know, he's always encouraging me to keep going. And even to this day, for Christmas, yeah, man, I get my freaking Sprue Brothers gift card. You know, Amen. It's good times, best gifts ever. ever. Hobby shop gift cards. It's all oh, yeah. we need. I don't need it's as good as gold. Yeah, I don't need underwear or clothes. I'm good. We all wear the same underwear anyway, over and over again. <laughs> yeah. So why do I need new Whoa. underwear? But like you, but like you guys said, man, the hobby shop's dying. There's no the hobby is not the hobby's dying. Yep. All right, good discussion, guys. And I'm pretty sure, you know, we all took away the same thing from this discussion. You know, the hobby is not dying; it's just changing. You know, it's like any everything yep. else. You know, it's a living, breathing animal, and it's, and it's going to change. Yep. 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 You know, so we're just changes. going through a different phase 
And I, and I think it's for modeling. the better. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, same. Yeah. I think it's for the better. The, so many different paints and supplies and like that, uh, you know, and, and, and like to me, a kit's coming out. I mean, they're just unbelievable. You I'd, know, and some I'd of expect the, some heavy feedback on this one. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I'm with you. So whoever's got, whoever's next, Darren, stand by for a lot of email. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like Is Darren I up like, next or am I? I think Whitey's oh, up no, next. Oh, no, it's you, Whitey. Whitey's up next. All right. <laughs> Regardless, I like dun, 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 a lot of dun, dun, dun. Don't send any email. I'm not answering. Regardless, I, I like, set you up. I like listener mail, so. Yeah. Cool. Wow. What a great episode. You know, I think as we go along with these, we're, we're getting better and better, and I'm, I'm enjoying doing them, and I'm sure you guys are too. And we hope you can enjoy us for our next podcast. But for now, be excellent to each other and keep your sprues empty. Out from the geeks. Take care, everyone. Now I'm going to go have some Vegemite on toast. All right. And hey, we've crossed into another modeling day. I'm looking at the counter, and it's 30 days, 22 hours, 55 minutes until Nats. All right. So now it's 30 days. Peace. See ya. Later. Later.